It's time for Twig this week in Google. Aunt Pruitt, Jeff Jarvis are here. Stacy's got the week off, but Jason Howell from All About Android fills in, and we had some great conversations. It could be the end of the line for TikTok. I'll play devil's advocate and say it's about time. We'll also talk about Microsoft. They say they've got new the new Bing-powered chat GPT in Windows 11. They lie. And, and we'll talk about Twitter cuts and who is in and who is out. We may even have a inkling of who the next CEO of Twitter will be. It's all coming up next on Twig. Podcasts you love. From people you trust. This is Twig. This is Twig. This week in Google, episode 705, recorded Wednesday, March 1st, 2023. I was merely fluffing. This Week in Google is brought to you by Fastmail. Reclaim your privacy, boost productivity, and make email yours with Fastmail. Try it free for 30 days at fastmail.com slash twit. Fastmail is also giving twit listeners a 15% discount in the first year when you sign up today. Thanks for listening to this show as an ad-supported network. We are always looking for new partners with products and services that will benefit our qualified audience. Are you ready to grow your business? Reach out to advertise at twit.tv and launch your campaign now. It's time for Twig this week in Google, the show where we cover the latest news from the Googleverse. Aunt Pruitt's here in his pink hat. It's not, not pink. pink but it's I'm orange. Here, it's orange, right? <laughs> yes, sir. Okay. Clemson Orange. Hands-on photography host, also the community manager for a club, and a, just a man about the twit. He's always here, which is nice. Runs our Floss show. Uh, I see every Sunday now and ask the tech guys. In fact, we're going to do a thing with you on Sunday. Yes, sir. I, I, we're going to have a therapy session on Sunday, sir. That's what I'm <laughs> oh. calling it. So can we get, stay tuned Are we going to get a couch or anything here for uh, Andy? He can lie on <laughs> He's switched from Windows to Mac, and he needs therapy. Oh, that's what it is. I was like, who's giving the therapy and who's receiving the therapy? I have to know. So I think uh, Micah is going to talk him off the ledge. We'll see. We'll try. Oh, boy. We'll try. Also with us, the director of the Townite Center for Entrepreneurial Journalism at the Craig Newmark. Graduate School of Journalism at City University of New York, Mr. Jeffrey Jarvis. Hello, Jeff. Hello there, and I will call him to the show to convince Ant that he did it all wrong. He just come to the Chromebook. Come to Follow the Chrome side. Light children. <laughs> come to the Chrome, Chrome side. Yeah. Was come that on, ever an man. option, Ant? Was that ever a consideration <laughs> no. for you? No, never. <laughs> Last on. Sunday on Ask the Tech Guys, I demoed that a new Acer gaming laptop. Was that at all intriguing to you? That was a nice Chromebook. It was a nice Chromebook, but that did not intrigue me at all because... Um, the most I could do would be DaVinci Resolve on a Linux partition. Yeah, that wouldn't work. That's it. Yeah. That's, that's, no, I just yeah. need to be able to turn the daggone computer on and get to work. As a production that, machine yeah. and not just like producing words on a screen in a, you know, in a dock or whatever, you need, you need more than a Chromebook. And I think the Mac is a good choice. I, yeah, I do too. Yeah. Yeah. I think you'll like it. Sorry, Jeff. <laughs> Although you can I'm play. Sorry for Ant. I feel bad for Ant having to go into a, from one empire into the other. You can play Son of the Forest on it, though, which is pretty cool. Uh, all sure. normally, Stacy would be here. Stacy's a little under the weather, but that's good news for us because we've got Jason Howell from Hello 
Hall about Android. Hall about Android. You got Carl Pay coming on the uh, show? Yeah. We, uh, yes. Uh, big announcement. <laughs> oh, I'm sorry. Was it a secret? <laughs> I don't know if it was a secret. But yes, we do have Carl Pay coming on the show in a couple of weeks. From so, no, of the looking, Nothing Company. Yeah. CEO of Nothing. That's so, a big deal. He was Big deal. He was at One Plus for a long time. Yeah, he was he was kind of the One Plus guy for the longest time. And then and, uh, the parent company kind of sucked it back in. Then Oppo. That's right. And, and a lot Carl, of people have not been very happy about no. that. About yeah, the, not the really, reverberations of that. Yeah, and so I think Pay said, "Oh, there's an opportunity here with Android," and he created the Nothing Company. Yeah, and they have the Nothing Phone. Which do they sell that in the U.S. yet? Nothing Phone One. Now you can get it in the U.S. Of course, you're not going to get it in like carrier stores and everything, but they are selling it. Um, you know, online you can get it. They've announced though that the Nothing Phone Two officially comes to the U.S. Like you can get the Nothing Phone One, but I don't know. You know, you're probably going to have to jump through some hoops. Nothing two they're bringing directly to the U.S. and I think they even had announcement at Mobile World Congress that they're going to have the the latest Snapdragon powered in there, so it's oh, going nice. to be a higher powered. Will they still uh, have the LEDs on the back? I mean, why wouldn't they? That That's seems their to be the big trademark yeah. of this device. Glyph- Whether it's a good trademark, I don't know, but it's different. <laughs> I'm, I'm glad, glad you said you. that part. It's just a thing. Yeah. It doesn't. It doesn't do anything, right? I mean, it's well, you know, uh, style, of it course, but also nothing. notification. Uh, there, there's some integration into the system uh, with, you know, notifications, okay. alerts, uh, charging okay. status. That's right. It'll show you how much your battery is charged based on the. But it means you can't put a case on it. I suppose not, because you wouldn't yeah. see the glyph. Does yeah, it drain the-, the battery, Jason? Uh, well, oh, I mean, really. I have not used it's the LED device myself. So it's LED, too, yeah. so it shouldn't yeah. be too much, right? Yeah. yeah. Well, I mean, does it drain the battery more than if the LEDs were there? Yeah. But yeah. I don't know how yeah. much how much it's really, you know, it's, impacting. I, and I'm going to guess it's not, uh, even though it looks like it's lines of LED, it's probably just one LED with a kind of light conductive yeah. tape. Yeah. So question. it's not, good. you know, it's maybe three LEDs. But the phones used to have those notification lights. In fact, yeah. I miss those. Yep. Yeah, to be honest, yep. little alert light. I did yeah. enjoy oh, that display. Yeah, bring mm-hmm. them back. So this is. I understand. Anyway, yeah, it will be. It's a big get, and it'll be exciting to see what Carl has to say. Yeah, definitely yeah. looking uh, forward coming to soon to all about Android. That's we won't right. Say when. You know what's yeah. coming soon to the United States? I think a TikTok ban, a real live, oh. honest to goodness, uh, TikTok ban. Uh, the story, of course, uh, a couple of days ago was that the federal agencies are now have 30 days to get TikTok off devices. Now, these are devices uh, that are owned by the federal agencies and then used by employees. I think employees could still have it on their personal device, I would think. Uh, Chris Ray, who has been kind of virulently nasty about China and and especially, you know, he's, he's one of the people who's saying... Uh, COVID was released from the Wuhan labs, uh, despite the fact that, you know, there's disagreement among the intelligence agencies. He's he's acting like, oh, no, it's a Chinese. And now I think he really uh, he's been going hard against TikTok. And now he might be getting his way because the House uh, committee approved, has passed the bill along. The Foreign Affairs Committee voted on Wednesday along party lines to give Joe Biden the power to ban TikTok in the U.S. Uh, but when you say that, it's like in the U.S. dot 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 on government devices, no. right? No, no, no. Ban. This is like ban, like ban period. Period. for everybody, for everyone. 
That's no that's more major. TikTok corner for us. No kidding. Uh, the well, bill does not precisely specify, this according to Reuters, how the ban will work. Wow. Gives Biden power to ban any transactions with TikTok, which in turn could prevent anyone in the U.S. from accessing or downloading the app on their phones. It would effectively wow. ban it because right. they would right. force the Android Play Store and the Apple Store to get it, take it off the store, just as they did with Huawei, by the way. They've kind of basically put Huawei out of business in the U.S. by saying no company could do business with Huawei. They could do this similar thing to TikTok. Uh, you, you would still have it on your phone if you had it on your phone. You could probably still sideload it, right? Like that's that's one way possibly that these these things you could use it on the Web. You could use it on the web, yeah, right. They're not they're blocking well, I, website I, I, access. I would and TikTok wouldn't have any way to make be money. A First Amendment case here. Yeah, I mean, I'm sure. Well, I don't know. We've banned we banned Huawei. Uh, yeah, Cepheus. Yeah, uh, but this is the user's own platform for speech. Well, it seems to me, and I and I have to say, Mike Masnick at TechDirt uh, used the phrase, "You'll be happy to know." Moral panic. Thank you, Carl Bodie. Actually, this article, Carl Bodie. Yeah, it's in there. Our growing TikTok moral panic still isn't addressing the actual problem. Uh, the problem really Could being, be. uh, you know, and honestly, I understand why a company or government agency would say ban TikTok. Uh, just like, for instance, the uh, military banned Strava, the running app, because it turned out a lot of military were using it to map their runs and, and <laughs> inadvertently yeah. giving a map yeah. of the inside of the Pentagon to uh, understand Strava. why the government, they ban it for government users or for everybody? Later? For government. Oh, government users. There's, and, and, you know, I understand that. And I think that's, you know, certainly within their purview. And I guess you could make a case. But honestly, do they ban Facebook? Um, well, and I think that's a, that's a, a point that Carl uh, really makes in this article that is absolutely true, which is, okay, so we can look at TikTok and we can say, hey, you're doing all this stuff. You're collecting all this data. You know, we don't know exactly what's happening behind the scenes of that data. Is that transferring over to the Chinese government? Blah, blah, blah. A lot of people assume or think, you know, that they have the details that point to that actually happening. But then we've got all of these other apps that are on our phones, Facebook, uh, Instagram, they're all tracking our location. They're all doing stuff with our data. Why is it different over here versus over here? I mean, you, it, it really it, doesn't it, seem to solve the problem. If, if you have a problem with this kind of information, you know, data brokers and everything, uh, having access to that information, then do something about that. Why is it so lucrative right. to trade in people's data? And maybe that's the problem. You said, you said another key phrase in there as far as TikTok. You said that we don't know what they're doing with that information once it goes back to China. Heck, we don't know what they're doing with the information on those three platforms you just mentioned that are here in, yeah, the, in the U.S. So so why aren't we Which is Carl's down point. on those folks other than just Carl, Carl writes, a couple months? Carl yeah, writes, right, that's what Carl says. Carl right. writes, yes, TikTok plays fast and loose with consumer data. So does nearly every other foreign and domestic app and service on your phone. From apps that track and monetize your every waking movement in granular detail to apps and services that casually traffic in your mental health specifics. Huh. And that's before you get to the telecom industry, which has pioneered irresponsible collection and monetization of user info. All this data fed into a massive and intentionally confusing data broker market. Remember those two words, data broker, that regulators yeah. have been generally disinterested in seriously policing lest U.S. companies, CASP, 
lose money. I don't know. We don't want well, to pass a modern internet too. privacy law or be tough on data brokers, app makers, OEMs, or telecoms because rampant surveillance and data monetization is simply too lucrative. So in a way, this is hand-waving and saying, uh, pay no attention to what's going on in the U.S. It's China. Mm, right, China. Right. Go it's get political, China. Yeah, political points. Yet sure. another distraction. And, and, and data brokers, Axiom has been around long before the internet. You know, I've talked about this before where, where I've freaked out students by showing how I can get the names and addresses of women two miles from me who have these characteristics, which you can't do otherwise. You, you, Google doesn't know all that, but, but Axiom does. And it's supported and used by magazine companies and media companies all over. Well, data and as brokers, Carl as points an industry, out. It's e trivially, e trivially easy for the Chinese or any or any other government intelligence agency to buy, to buy this data from the yeah, data right. brokers. That's a really great to, point. They don't need TikTok. <laughs> right. It's all available if they want it. The other claim yeah. probably says the Chinese government will use TikTok to fill U.S. kids' heads with gibberish and propaganda. But not only <laughs> I love Carl. He's been on the show. we got to get him on again. Not only is there no evidence that's actually happening at scale, it's a rich concern coming from a country so inundated in authoritarian propaganda across AM radio, Fox, Sinclair, the Internet, the Amen, residents Carl. increasingly engage in widespread domestic terrorism. Uh, yeah, it, it's, it's coming from within the house. Mm -hmm. But it's really, uh, I think, far too easy. And I think Chris Ray is, is an example of this to just you know, deflect blame us at blaming China. There's yep. also the yep. FCC commissioner who's been calling for TikTok's ban, oh, who is notoriously okay. lax on regulating telecom. Because he takes money from the telecom industry, so uh, I I think this is lip service only to privacy. It's it's politically expedient because mm -hmm. blame China seems to be the popular thing right now. Yeah, right. Uh, even when we say this, people say, "Well, why are you giving aid and support to the enemy?" Um, well, like I'm giving aid and support to Elon by being there. <laughs> Not <You> me. <laughs> I withdrew my aid and support to Elon. Uh, ACLU on Twitter though. Did uh, did tweet this bill is a serious violation of our First Amendment rights. Congress must vote no on this vague, overbroad, and unconstitutional yeah, legislation. Uh, somebody in the chat room has pointed out, and I think it's it's true that yes, there's First Amendment rights, but as soon as it comes down to national security, the well, look at the, what just happened in the Supreme Court. Um, they decided to not review. Uh, the um, Wikimedia's uh, lawsuits against NSA's collection of uh, data, mm -hmm. uh, blanket collection of data, saying national security. Would it, in the NSA's defense wasn't we're not doing it. We're not. We're only. We're not only targeting international people. And that they didn't say any of that. They just said, "Hey, national security. If we were to stop that, national security. Think of the children." Uh, so that, I think that's the problem. Is that. Yeah, the ACLU could fight this. They could take it all the way to the Supreme Court, and the Supreme Court would say, no, national security. And without any evidence, without any known evidence, without any actual discussion of what's happening. What is the problem with all of this is we don't talk about actual harm. We talk about fears. We talk about right. could-bes, right. but the evidence of harm is not here. All right, I am going to be, because somebody has to argue this, uh, <laughs> and I think there are people, it's a legitimate point of view. There are a lot of people in our audience who say, no, wait a minute. Uh, a, it's just a social media app. What's the harm in banning it? B, it's pretty clear the Chinese government has access to anything TikTok has access to. C, we already know TikTok employees were using location information from TikTok to find out what journalists were meeting. They were trying to track down a leak. 
So they so they looked at where journalists, American journalists were on their TikTok app to see if they were meeting with any TikTok employees. So we already know they've breached that boundary. So why shouldn't we ban TikTok? I mean, this is this is pretty clearly a hazardous uh, app. Yeah, there are other problems. I'll even go, say this. There go. are other problems. Yeah, yeah, we should someday. Let's take a look at Facebook and telecoms too. But right now yeah. we got this proximate problem. With a with with TikTok, what's wrong with banning? that? Doesn't answer the national security. Right now, we have a problem with Facebook and Instagram and everyone no, else is tracking we'll our own people, our own citizens, in in trying to target stuff for us for their own profitable gain. No. So that's a right now. Yeah. Well. Okay. Why? So fine. We'll get to that. But but right now <laughs> we'll we're, get to that. We'll get to that. We'll get to that. This doesn't mean get really. in line. It's, it's not a defense to say, well, everybody we does it. That's not a defense. Our own backyard. That's the stuff that I've always been bugged about with our government is we do so many things that are in. in I'm, I'm going to piss some people off. We put our nose in a lot of different business elsewhere. But we really do a really craptastic job of taking care of our own backyard and the issues right here. Yeah, but um, why should we let a foreign government yeah. have access to well, all but, of that but information? Well, but to your, Mr. Devil's Advocate, uh, your argument about the employees going after a couple of reporters, as a reporter, I shouldn't like that, but A, they got fired, and B, that doesn't... They got fired when they got caught. All. They got fired when they, they got, got caught. <laughs> yeah, and right. what yeah, it, it demonstrated, you're right, security. it doesn't affect national security, but it demonstrated they have the ability and the will... Someone had the, the ability to yeah. do that. Somebody right. did. Yeah. Somebody, Within yeah. TikTok. Now, let's say what President say Xi or his proxy goes to Mr. TikTok and says, hey, uh, well, like, like, like that same information, yeah. please. I noticed you did that. Uh, well, and, here's of course, the they can't say no to him. The side of this coin, Leo, uh, Mr. Devil's advocate, is that we're setting a precedent here, devil, uh, to be oh, used by I every other government. I appreciate you saying that over and over so that nobody thinks <laughs> I, I actually <laughs> espouse this point of view. I know, exactly. But so, I, you know what? I, do so, have to re I should probably recuse myself because my son makes a living on TikTok. Yeah, this would, He's an example, this impact. and this is what some people say: is yeah, but think of all the creators who use TikTok yeah, legitimately. He's hurt somebody like my boy who has made a very good living. He's now got a cookbook. He's talking about a TV show. Uh, he was Yay. he was in Miami making Cubano sandwiches with Guy Fieri, all because of TikTok. Awesome. Yep, yeah, but don't worry. YouTube Shorts just crossed fifty billion daily oh, views, please. so he could just go He's over on to YouTube. YouTube. <laughs> He's on Insta. It's TikTok that really drove uh, his success. Yeah, Two point yeah. one million followers. Uh, and the and other he, thing too. he actually, you know, he was very smart. He, 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 he you know, I, we had this conversation. And we went to lunch. It was like a year and a half ago, and he said, "Dad, I got about thirty thousand followers on TikTok, uh, doing these cooking things. What do you think?" I said, "I think you should go all in." And and push it. And he studied the algorithm. He figured out what people wanted. He looked at comments. He really got involved, carefully tailored something to TikTok, and it was a huge success. He was able to do that. Yeah, and he did it really and well. And he's created a yeah. career around it. And he's and it's yeah. it's given him a living. Yeah, so that's good on. So uh, now oh I'm sorry, I went I took off my devil's advocate hat. Where'd I put it? So <laughs> but I actually asked him, I said, What are you are you worried about TikTok being banned? He said, No, I'm I, I got I got the Instagram now. I make more money and get more engagement on Instagram. So he was, which does not mean that, that he didn't, he used TikTok to get to the next level. That's, that was his that's, on track. That's the whole wow, part of being a content creator though, sir, is being able to not necessarily depend on one particular product. You, you yeah. sort of 
market yourself everywhere because stuff goes away, especially when there's companies like Google involved and all of a sudden it kills something off. You still want right. to be able to have My some point, type exactly. Of, That's why we should yeah. ban TikTok because there's other avenues. It's not like we're going to lose anything. Why should we let the Chinese spy on our people? It's not like it's the only way that they that people can create and, and put stuff out. Let, let's Why ban should the we problem. Missouri, got- Montessori, or whatever his name is, Adam Missouri at Instagram. Missouri, Why should we Missouri. allow him to dig into the analytics of us? And, and I'll get to that. Assume that we're we going to legislate that later. Reels. We're going to get we, to we're that. We're on Instagram, the, the, the photography platform. You know, but we we feel that you all really want to see more videos, and we notice that you're all are not watching these videos. Industry. So we're going to dial at, it back just a little at, bit. So I, do who's you watching think- him? A Chinese company should have the same rights and privileges as a U.S. company? Well, here's the issue, Mr. Senator Devil, is that (laughs) um, other countries have said the same thing about us. So, by the way, they're right. Germany, EU, Canada, Brazil have all tried to pass laws saying that America does horrible things with data, uh, that number one, at least data should be stored locally, though, of course, that's so the government can get hold of it in that country. Uh, or number two, that we shouldn't trust America at all, and we should ban American apps. That's fine. So we're setting a precedent Let here them. around China. Let them try that us. because we make the gosh darn best apps in the whole wide world. And if and let them try it, just like gosh. France try and Spain tried to ban Google. Let them try it because they'll come Surrender crawling back monkeys. to us because we make the best damn apps in the world. Well, you really do a great devil's advocate. Yes. I'm fired up right now. I'm <laughs> 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 see yeah no i see it's a good argument great devil's advocate well yeah. i'm running for congress and i'd like to have your vote mr pruitt <laughs> <laughs> you know black and people money, love the me way, too they love me right i just want you to know right right <laughs> i know as a trump said the black people i should say the blacks the blacks the love blacks. The blacks. There you go. yeah <laughs> they love me so just warning you you know oh, uh gosh. actually biden didn't didn't biden said it, it he said, "If you don't vote for me, you're not black." There's another. That's another good one. That yeah, good one. Mm-hmm. You ain't black. What are you talking about? Yes, I am. Well, I'm not. But anyway. Uh, <laughs> okay, I think I. I think I. I, I, I quelled all. Yeah, I think you stumped. You did your best. You did your yeah. best, but didn't win the day. I did win the day. You're all shut up. No, you didn't. Well, so what happens then <laughs> in this world where the devil wins? Yeah. And uh, TikTok is banned in the U.S. Now we go after Facebook next. Is that what happens? Because I told Aunt we would. Or is it, or China is still in No, I no, I think it's a, a mistake to say that a Chinese company should have the same rights as an American company. If you're an American company, that's different. Protectionism, man. Protectionism well, all the way. No, but also those are those are bad guys. We're the good guys. Hmm. No Chinese rice. Only rice from Sacramento. Right. So an so an Im, so an immigrant comes in and breaks into my home and decides to steal some of my stuff. That's a problem. But if my neighbor that's been here for all of their life decides to come in and, and steal my stuff, that's okay because he's been there all his life. Is that what you're saying? Well, now if you really want to get down to law and order, that's another conversation. <laughs> hey he's an american so it's okay no no but but, but we're not talking about individuals stealing stuff from you we're talking about companies uh uh, doing their job 
companies. But, oh, but, a bunch of but individuals. But I don't trust. Look at. Don't you know that any Chinese company has to do the bidding of the Chinese government? That's the way it's constructed. Right. The CCP. And gets any American to, company does the bidding of people like Elon Musk. Well, that's different. He's just a private citizen. It's not like the. I mean, uh, uh, it's pretty obvious that the federal government told Twitter what to do. But uh, we've investigated that. Thank you very much. Um, I, I just I think you could say on the face of it that, that you're asking for a, a, the rights of a Chinese company to invade our privacy, uh, to, uh, you know, propagandize our youth. You're saying that they have the right to do that. I say they don't. Are you done with your? Can you take your hat off. Now? <laughs> I think the hat's permanently stuck on at this point. I'm a little. I'm starting to like this. I think I might run for Congress. I got the tie. Yeah, you're you're incredibly uh, persuasive. I just badge yeah, you also have the coffee stains on the shirt. Oh, <laughs> I didn't go to Harvard for 18 years to be treated oh, like buddy. this. Do you know I'm a professional ice skater? Don't you? All right, moving on. <laughs> you know, it is funny, though, that when you dress like this, it does kind of make you more of a Republican. I just, <laughs> I'm not kidding. I'm not kidding. I just feel more, I feel like I'm right. Oh, gosh. Ah. Dress for success, that's what they so say. So do you think, so uh, I don't know if this is related or not, but, but, uh, they were asking last week, uh, the International Trade Commission banned Apple watches and they're potentially going to ban the import of Apple watches because they believe Apple infringed on a patent with a company called LiveCore for the EKG. This thing that you you use, the LiveCore Cardia, Jeff, right? Right, mm -hmm. right. Cardia Man, where? Who, uh, who, who, where? What country? Is it international? U.S. What country? What? U.S. 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 ban they wow. they would ban the import of Apple watches because they say they violated a live course patents. Now it's interesting; it's, it's more complicated than that because the U.S. Patent and Trademark Office invalidated live course patents minutes before the ITC said we're going to ban it. But that's another thing. That's another thing. So so Apple went to President Biden and said, "Would you please veto that ban?" We don't, we, you know, this, uh, and he refused to. So that, I don't know if that's re related or a piece of evidence, but he refused to. Do you think Biden, who now has the encouragement of, uh, uh, of the U.S. Congress to ban TikTok, that he now has the power to do that? Do you think he will do that? Biden's a Luddite at his core. I like, I like Joe. Joe's my man. But Biden, on Section 230, on TikTok, on this kind of stuff, he, he's got people in his administration who are reflexively moral panicky. Yeah, remember Biden's uh, administration uh, sent a brief to the Supreme Court against Section 230. Yeah, oh yeah. He said yeah, when Tim he was campaigning, he thought there. 1030 yeah. uh, should be overturned, which is protect the, the 26 words that created the Internet. Um, so I, it's unknown. but I, Yeah, I'm worried about Biden. I think That's he could actually worried. do it. I think he'd actually ban TikTok. What would that, but really, what would be the real consequence of that besides the fact that we'd have to stop our TikTok segment? Oh, shucks. Hey, hey, hey. <laughs> I mean, I'm, I'm, I'm authentically like curious to know, like, obviously, if you can't get a TikTok app in the US anymore, like, if it's truly and completely cut off, like, people are going to have to stop using it. But I mean, man, 
it is so popular. When I think of of kind of like teenagers, like the the youths of today, and TikTok is ingrained into the fabric of being a teenager right now. It's it's part of the technological uh, experience if you're a kid. True of your kids, Jason? Uh, no, my kids do not have access to too TikTok. Young. Yeah, yeah, uh, yeah. Too too young at this point. Um, but he's a good parent at the table. Trying, trying, <laughs> failing like sometimes, you, but trying. I mean, the, the but the drive is there. The desire is there. And actually, yeah. even if TikTok is banned, <laughs> all the TikTok content ends up on YouTube anyways. Right. <laughs> so, or Instagram. You know, it's not like it's not like the content so goes so the same stuff. There is. We do yeah. know. We have some uh, experimental data. Uh, KIV in Alabama banned TikTok on government devices, which also banned it in state-run universities. So, okay, University of Alabama, oh, that's ain't, right. ain't no TikTok access as well. Uh, and yeah, so the researchers on, I know so, are now having problems with this. At so the then, University of Texas. So that means TikTok on the local uh, network at the, the school at is school, completely no inaccessible. Yeah, they block it. Still, no. obviously, getting it through their cellular. Well, and whatever, of course, but, and and I think that's one data point, which is didn't really phase the students well because they already have it on their phone anyways through the data connection like they just use the phone's data right but if they Um, can't get it there i don't know auburn banned tiktok and students can't stop talking about it says the new york times this is last (laughs) is auburn a state school or how does a private school well i don't know and auburn's is auburn state yeah is oh okay Oh, okay. I didn't even know that. Right. So uh, a senior at Auburn, uh, so surprised last month about a new ban on TikTok. She read the news alert about it aloud to her friends. We were like, oh, that's weird. Why would she do that? And laughed it off and moved on. She is the editor-in-chief of the campus newspaper, which has its own TikTok account. Mm-hmm. <laughs> uh, I think they're going to stop posting on TikTok, but I don't think the, the students are going to stop using TikTok, right? 19 governors have banned TikTok. Well, and, and and what 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 do they have in common? They're all Republicans, conservatives. Yeah, yeah. yeah they're banning abortion too. So, well, should we get more head and, up? And about? I should point out that the the congressional committee that banned it was pretty much party line vote. Mm. Uh, it wasn't one hundred percent party line, right? What no, was there was again? one or one or two Democrats voted in favor as well. I think. Um, let's see. Let me look at this. This is the uh, the uh, House Foreign Affairs Committee. 24 to 16. Yeah, so that's not pure party line. Yeah. Democrats opposed the bill saying it was rushed and required due diligence through debate and consultation with experts. They don't have the actual vote count uh, here. But uh, Who did what? It was, they said along party lines. So I, as I remember, I read them. Another source said I think one Democrat voted to ban as well. Um, but is it? It's not really partisan. It's not a partisan issue, is it? What is it partisan today? Yeah, there. Good point. But this is the anti-China. You got to be tougher on China wing shtick, right? I've um, kind of, I've kind of felt like the the big tech, you know, anti-tech movement kind of crossed party lines. To be honest, no, I agree. With you. <laughs> oh, it has. Yeah, it seems like it, it's Jason. kind of in vogue right now to be very anti-technology. Oh, yeah. And uh, this kind of falls falls firmly. Is into it that our camp. duty to <clears throat> defend tech as a tech to network? defend the freedoms that the that the internet gives us? It's not the tech. Yeah, it's, it's we're defending the internet that. and the freedoms we get. Um, that's my next book. Um, because the internet isn't tech. It isn't wires. It isn't tubes. It isn't these companies. 
It is the ability of people who never could it's be speech. heard in mass media to the now voices. speak. Yeah, it's, it's the voices, it's the communities. Yeah. The, the, the Black Twitter event that we held at the school two weeks ago, um, you know, you look and 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 the, the peril that it's in, in Musk's hands now, but you look at what we lose there, the power of the movements that came there. And those movements are precisely what scare the old white guys who look like me. I think it's also our duty, though, as tech journalists, to weigh the evidence and to be honest about when tech isn't necessarily right or good. Mm-hmm. Oh, yes. Oh, right? for sure. Yes. That's what I, oh, I yeah. agree with that. I don't I totally want to unilaterally defend big tech and just say, oh, no, 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 I totally. In fact, we need to criticize them. Absolutely. Yeah. But we also have to separate out those things which are tech's fault or the internet's fault versus those things that are innate in our society. Tech and the internet didn't make us racist. Didn't make us misogynist. Mm. We came Say in it again, that way. sir. Say tech it. did not make us racist. We already were. And so <laughs> when we blame the internet for saying, oh, it increased racism in America. Nah, nah, it, was it brought there. out the opposite. It brought, well, it brought out <laughs> voices who were not heard in a white hegemony and the white hegemony wants to burn the place down now as a result. That's what's really happening. Mm. Yeah, testifies. It is certainly <laughs> something we we uh, on all of our shows we are always <laughs> struggling with is to find the truth, right? Mm-hmm. To, and I think we try to be honest and not partisan. I know people, a lot of people think we're partisan because you're such a lefty, Jeff Jarvis. Jeff. But <laughs> well, <laughs> well, Senator Devil. <laughs> but I think really we know that it's our our mandate to. Uh, dig and 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 because yeah. we know tech to dig as deep as we can and be critical of it, but uh, also to defend it as needed, and and but to really look for the truth of it, and the truth isn't always obvious. Uh, but you know, tech is a double edged sword, like like many things, it can be used for good or ill. Mm-hmm. Um, and it used to tech used to be a cool thing that I that that people were into and now it's an integral integrated part of the it fabric is. of life it's society yeah it's it's, it's everything yeah so it's impo- so it's important i guess is my point for us to look at both sides right. of that coin i want tech to be better i want because i love technology right. i love it when yeah. it works right and if it's not working, that's why sometimes with the TikTok story, it's hard for me because it really goes back for me to, okay, I get the argument that you're making against TikTok, but show me the proof. Show me that this horrible stuff is actually happening before we vilify and, yes. and remove it. Yes. Oh, well, yes, okay. Please. Senator Devil here. Oh, God, he's back. I do not know if we would know. Yeah, how would we know? We I would guess know that's a good point. if uh, China was using TikTok. We can't stop people. It's behind the scenes. We can't tell. We can't and, tell. And by the time you know, it may be too late. Yeah. So yes. why not cut it short? Why not just say, you've been, look, you've been we don't. The Murdoch trial, where do you draw you? that line? We don't need TikTok because you could say that about a million different things, and you could draw well, that line anywhere yeah, I, you want I would, and, kill, I would and cancel submit. out a bunch of different things. It's a, that have it's no a pretty reason. easy thing to do. If it's something from an enemy nation, yeah, we don't I mean, allow Russian uh, social media in the United States, right? 
Oh, we can. Oh, I can use uh, uh, um, that today. Sure, I can. What's what, do you, what is Russian social media? It's um, <laughs> <laughs> there used to be Pavel Durov created the Russian Facebook. They, in fact, that's why he left Russia because and and founded Telegram because uh, Telegraph Telegram because he uh, was it was taken from him, right? So what was is that still um, around? Pavel? V contacta. V contacta. V contacta. Yeah, I can go to V contacta. V Yeah. V Can you use it right. now? Yeah, sure. Well, that should be banned. Welcome, it says. <laughs> Telegram? How about, you know, in fact... I can, I can... I think I can get it. Let's see if I can get it on my phone. 656 million users as of May 21st, Ooh. 2021. You talking about Telegram? No, no V-Contact. No, yeah. Oh. V-Contact. Which was his, uh, Durov's original <clears throat> creation. It was taken from him. Uh, and then he went off. And yeah, I can install. I can install it from my uh, my Android. By the way, phone. notice they call it the largest European social network. <laughs> Russia's always wanted to be European, haven't they? Well, all right, I got a better example. Uh, WeChat. WeChat, and we right. know, we know, WeChat is used by Chinese military and Chinese government officials to contact uh, overseas Chinese. To say, hey, we know you have family in China. Uh, you you might want to consider what you're saying. We know they use it that way. WeChat is a we use it. We use these services in Iran to try to undercut uh, an evil government. Right. So why don't we ban WeChat? It's available on the App Store. And what's it going to accomplish if we do? That's the, that's the funny thing. <sighs> Same thing that it would accomplish if they got rid of TikTok. I mean, and that, that kind of. That's kind of part yeah. of my point that I was making yeah. earlier is if TikTok goes, I think that line gets drawn further and further, potentially, you know, the WeChat or whatever. And I, I guess the reality is I don't know whether it's whether it it um, is a good idea to do it or not. Like maybe, you know, maybe there are reasons and everything, but it just seems like that line is nebulous and continues to stretch out if, if you go there. I got another question, Jason. Out of that, because you were talking starting before, before it, it, about the about the companies that now are proprietors of the net. I'm curious if if we go ten years forward, do you think that Facebook will still be around? Do you think Google will yeah. still be dominant? Do you think Amazon will still be dominant? Do you think that some of these companies are are really long term, or are they like FriendFeed and MySpace that they are evanescent? Oof. What do you guys think? I mean, I, I think I place a Facebook and a Google and an Amazon in the same category as a Microsoft. And a Microsoft has been around a very, very long time and has changed and transformed over the but years. Less powerful, so, yeah, I, than it was. less powerful than it was, but still around and still, still around. actually yeah, pretty yeah, powerful. Yeah. Like Microsoft's not a, you know, uh, not a, yeah, a small yeah. company. They, they, maybe not they're entity, not as powerful yeah. and influential as they once were, but they've certainly turned things around. And I think I think Google is kind of in that that part right mm -hmm, now. I don't think Google's mm -hmm. going anywhere. I think ten years, absolutely, Google will be around. But do I think that Facebook? a TikTok is going to be the next Google in ten years? I, I don't know. Yeah, I, I mean, it's so the reason I, I don't they're put banning them in the same class. Uh, I put. Amazon and Microsoft in the same class. I don't necessarily put Google and Facebook huh. in the same class as Microsoft. Oh, I think Amazon has their Why? long that the long tail. You know, they they started out just selling books, and it continued to grow with this very very long vision to get to where they are now. Mm -hmm. And you know, before Bezos was out, I'm pretty sure 
uh, the vision was was put into Jassy's that the current CEO put yeah. into his head and in the leadership to figure out, hey, we can still continue to grow and continue to just do all the things the right way from a data um, analytics standpoint and just just quietly keep growing and quietly just keep gobbling things up all while continuing to have like some small businesses be on the platform and they can benefit too and just keep taking over the world one bit at a time. But what's your point, Jeff? What What is it? I don't, I don't understand what I, you're that, that, that we, we, we demonize the present proprietors. We say these companies are ruining the world. No, no, no. We got to get rid of them. We got to do something right. Microsoft, we, the, the browsers, they're, they're screwing everything up in the EU uh, and so on and so forth. And I think that we end up fighting yesterday's war all the time. And there's somebody new out there coming. Uh, Maybe. Um, but remember uh, in the uh, teens, and I'm talking about the 19 teens, <laughs> uh, antitrust law was created because of the robber barons, because of the extreme power mm-hmm. of Standard Oil and the railroads, uh, and they had such dominant market positions, there was nobody could Checking. compete with them, nobody checked them. So the government decided that it had to, and that's when uh, that's when antitrust law, the Sherman Antitrust Law Act and so forth were enacted. Isn't it appropriate that as big, uh, let's say Google and Amazon, uh, I think you probably have to include, maybe include Microsoft. Well, you could pick who it is. But as these four or five tech giants become bigger, more dominant, more powerful, isn't it appropriate, just as it was in the 1910s, to, sh- to cut down the robber barons? Isn't it time to, to cut down them to size so that we can so that we can have something new? You're, well, I guess American you're saying they're going to they're going to die on their own. Is they're that gonna, what you're saying? Gonna, yeah, Microsoft faded in its in its uh, uh, overarching power on its own. But nobody and argued Facebook that Standard right Oil now, was going to die on its own. I mean, we broke it up. Uh, well, Bell Bell Telephone too. Same thing. Yeah, um, in the, but in the I, 60s. I I think I think that that these things are are the, the arc is quicker for them. I agree with you, Ant. That I think that Amazon and I I would say Google, uh, are, uh, Jason, what you're saying that they're Microsofts. They'll they'll go up and down. They'll be around. They won't be as powerful. They won't be as scary. I think Facebook could disappear. I, I that's who uh, I yeah. think would disappear. Like Facebook yeah. is on the that's an easy easy prediction since they're on the imminent cusp of disappearing, <laughs> right? Even as we speak. Yeah, they're they're out of the discussion. I mean, I when I go there occasionally, which I do, I'm not nearly as often as I used to. I still find myself, oh, that friend, I miss that friend, I miss that friend. I still yeah. actually am engaged in it, but uh, it's less in the public conversation. It's less in the fear conversation. Uh, the meta stuff, I think, is kind of uh, metaverse is kind of a joke. So it's going away. Twitter is going to go bankrupt one way or the other. Um, and so I think we we demonize these corporations. And this is part of Carl's point, I think, and his piece about TikTok. Without looking at the principal level, we're not we're not defending the privacy of American citizens. Instead, we're going after TikTok. Um, Do you think it's even possible that that's why? Uh, these members of Congress are doing this because it distracts from the real privacy yes. issues. Yes, yes, mm. I think so. It's and I easy think to too- blame China for our woes. Oh yeah, and yeah. Uh, and not address the issues, the real issue, head on, especially when you know, unfortunately, uh, money is so important in uh, yeah. in our uh, government, and and they need the they need the the, the contributions of these. Of telecom companies and but it goes back to what jason was saying earlier the the convergence of left and right attacks on the net it's 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 a it's a pincer movement and and uh, you know in 230 the sword and the shield 
The Democrats go after the, the shield because they think that the, the platform should be better at taking down hate speech. The Republicans go after the sword because it's their hate speech is being taken down. They find themselves in this, you know, strange bedfellows uh, conspiracy now against the tech companies because the tech companies are easy targets. They are mm. folk devils for everything wrong with us. And so you're not just distracting from the tech companies and money and privacy and that. You're distracting again from these higher societal ills we have that we're not facing you know when when chat gpt spits back stupidity it's our stupidity it's spitting back and we're not dealing with that tiktok has been you know they've seen this coming and they've been they've spent more than a billion and a half dollars so far trying to respond to this moving their data centers to the u.s to oracle <laughs> this is another one that cracks me up that that, that you know we trust oracle more than we trust yeah. tiktok yeah no, yeah. I don't know. Uh, no. uh, you know, they, 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 they understand that this is existential threat to them. They have a business in China, but if the U S cuts off TikTok, it's probably, you know, not good for TikTok in the long run. What would the citizenry say? American or Chinese? American voters. What would voters say? Yeah. And I think that's probably the calculus that's going to be, you know, Congress still has to vote on this. Uh, I imagine, in fact, if you care about this, you probably should write your Congress critter. I imagine they're, you know, putting their finger to the wind right now saying, well, what's going to happen? If young people would vote a little more, they might, this might not be a risk, you know, <laughs> but this might be the, the, the type this, of thing that gets exactly young people to vote. Guy. And I'm sure <laughs> that's what, uh, wait, I'm losing my TikTok. Yeah. You better believe I'm voting that's, on it. I'm you know, sure that's that. what Senator <laughs> Know Nothing is uh, investigating. Is but whether the people in my state younger, younger vote though in the last couple of it's years? It's better. It, it is, yes, and I think been. as you as you continue to eat away at things that they care about, Supreme Court yesterday looked like uh, in the oral arguments they were going to vote to overturn uh, President Biden's student loan forgiveness. Uh, that's another one. You you do that, mm. and that that gets yeah. young people uh, into the. Uh, well, maybe yeah. not that young. People in yeah, their hopefully, 30s. Hopefully it does. Get them into the voting booth. Yeah. This is why you need to vote. It's things like this. And you're right. Yeah. I'm sure that this is every member of Congress is going, is this going to cost us a lot of votes under 25? Yeah. Yeah, probably. Yeah. Yeah. Well, the other thing is, is that media should be defending TikTok, just like the question of whether media defends. Oh, but that's a hard thing to do. Song. I even feel a little weird defending TikTok. I know. But we should be defending the First Amendment and rights of speech on the Internet. And as podcasters, I think we especially because because what we are doing right now was enabled by TikTok, the Internet, obviously. Thank goodness, TikTok. Oh, no, not TikTok. Not TikTok. <laughs> well, your son is TikTok. Yeah. <laughs> by the way, we oh, have I want to hear more about the, the cookbook. I want to hear more about the cookbook and the, and uh, the show. He's, he got a big advance, six figure Ooh. advance to write a Whoa, cookbook. A uh, no I don't know. Kidding. I don't know. That is awesome. Um, and That's so amazing. one of the things he's doing is he's going, uh, I, I, Mike Elgin, I talked to Mike Elgin, Mike Elgin, as you know, we went down to Oaxaca last year for the day of the dead and the Elgins, Mike and Amira know every chef in Oaxaca, including one of the most famous chef Alejandro Ruiz. And, uh, Mike has arranged for uh, Henry to go down for a month to, <laughs> oh! to apprentice with, uh, chef Alex. Wow. To, it's Way a to mutual go, thing. Hank. Cause he's going to do. TikToks of TikToks. Chef Alex, right? Heck yeah! And so uh, and and that's gonna. And he says, I think I'm gonna do a Oaxaca chapter in the book, which is great, by the way, because Oaxacan food is 
is the amazing, wonderful cuisine that that has yet to really uh, enter the United States. And once it does, people are going to go crazy. Oh, this is that's where Mole. That's where Mole sandwichify them, isn't he? Oh yeah. Oh yeah. Take the Oaxacan cuisine, Oaxaca cuisine and turn it into a sandwich. Into a sandwich. Well, it kind of go. is. It's a, you yeah. know, they, they, they got the taco uh, thing. Yeah, I, I'm, I'm saying it would that's be a great no, no, crossover. That's his thing. By the way, yeah. he wasn't originally a sandwich guy. That was a thing that he learned from TikTok. The algorithm yep. to- showed him when he made sandwiches, huge difference. So he made sandwiches, you know? Um, See, the Chinese are the Chinese are, are controlling them. They're controlling all of our stomachs. It, we wouldn't be eating sandwiches doing. if it weren't for China. Yeah, they were invented <laughs> there, weren't they? Now, okay, so... Uh, are you going to go Chinese? back into your senator thing? Yeah. Are you, are you no, shiny, are you yeah. changing? <laughs> How did you yeah, know? Okay. It helps I if you tell. use the voice. Yeah. The Chinese government is not known for <laughs> freedom. They're known for repression. They're known for Absolutely. throwing their citizens into concentration camps. Yep. Should we not uh, of, try to keep that kind of ill feeling out of the United States of America? <laughs> I love your filibuster. Uh, it's quick. <laughs> I mean, don't they deserve sanction? Just like we sanction the 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 Ruskies. I'm sorry, the Russians against because of violations of human rights. I don't think we should just turn a blind eye to the Chinese just because we go they make our bumps. phones. That's not enough. We, we want go more fist bumps to uh, the Saudis. Well, I don't like them Nobody's either, correct. but that's another matter. Well, yeah. Jared can keep his billion dollars. I think we should keep the Saudis <laughs> out of this. I'm a, you know, it's an interesting because I'm a big F1. Aunt and I are both big F1 fans, Formula One racing, and uh, this is a problem because the Formula One has told people like uh, Lewis Hamilton, you can't wear that rainbow uh, flag helmet when next time we go to Saudi Arabia. Right. Uh, they're telling them no. We gotta you. You gotta run all that stuff by us first. And a lot of the races are in. Uh, well, Bahrain's the first race. Bahrain's the first one. <laughs> and then there's Saudi Arabia's the second one. And mm-hmm. so uh, this is a global sport. I love. I know you love it, Ant. And we're very excited. Similar about actions it. happened during the World Cup at yep. Qatar. Yep. They the F one's really bad. They won't even let Lewis wear his earring. <laughs> <laughs> they said, you can't wear earrings, dude. What the hell? Hey, it's a safety concern. Is this 1952? What are we talking here? Yeah. Anyway, um, I I are think you can driver? make a. Wait a second. Are there women drivers no. in the F1? No, sorry, not oh. yet. There's one black driver. That's it. No women. Female. See, you see, you left Twitter and Facebook because of principle. Well, I know. I didn't now? watch, and I uh, did not watch the World Cup. Because I was upset that it was in Cotter. By the way, there's yeah. going to be an F1 race in Cotter. Uh, I, uh, it's hard. It's hard. Yeah. Uh, I, you know, this, this is the same sort of thing with his TikTok. Uh, I don't, I, you know, I'm there's not in favor drawn. of the, how Chinese government ch- treats its people. Uh, I think it's reprehensible. But I love but China. Damn, Hank sandwiches major. are good there. <laughs> I have to look and see if he makes any Chinese uh, sandwiches. He might be working. How is, how is your Chinese these days? It's very bad. I, I lost <laughs> no. it all, sad to say. But I love the country. I love the people. I love its history. I'm fascinated by it. I think it is, I think it, it should be, uh, by all rights, 
one of the most uh, successful countries in the world because it's got the resources, it's got the brains, it's got the people. Um, and it's unfortunately, I think the CCP, which was, you know, I, I have to say in 1945, uh, Mao Zedong did lift the Chinese people out of a feudal system into the modern world. But he made a lot of mistakes subsequently. It caused a great yep. famine. Uh, and the current regime is noxious. It's repressive. You know, I know you're it's not a southerner, repressive. sir. How do you know that? Because you didn't say Mao Zedong. Mao Zedong. Heard it. That Mao Zedong guy. Chairman Mao. Uh, no, but I. But but Mao in the early days did a lot for the Chinese people. And and to this day, when we were in China in 2009, my son Henry and I went. And uh, we went to a small village, and they all had big screen, flat screen TVs. And hmm. uh, we were told by our guide, uh, essentially, that's what happens. Every year, it's a new thing. It's air conditioning one year, big screen TVs the next year. They're slowly raising the standard of living. And this is a very poor Chinese uh, hmm. village, you know, basically subsistence agriculture. But they yeah. have been lifted into the modern world. And so that's one of the reasons I think the Chinese people are very supportive of their regime. Because they get a lot of benefits from it, and and it really was a f vicious feudal society, right? Well, but but the other thing is, people say, well, the I, I the thing I hate most is when I hear people say, well, China's not ready for democracy, or listen to what the Chinese people yeah, say. I don't think so. They That's don't right. have you. A, it's wrong to say any people are not ready for yeah. um, uh, their own ruling themselves, and B. Um, uh, opinion polls, uh, 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 Edelman does a trust index every year. And the repressive regimes, Russia, uh, Philippines, uh, China, are all high on trust of institutions. Because what else are you going to say? Right. Yeah. Some stranger calls you, oh, yes, yes, yeah. yes, I love them. I love them. They're, yeah. they're out for us. Absolutely. And you can't separate that out very easily. And and as somebody's pointing out, Mao probably has the highest death count of any dictator. Uh, mm -hmm. He killed, we don't even know how many hundreds of millions of people in the Great Leap Forward. And the Cultural Revolution in the '60s was horrible, so that you know he committed a lot of crimes. Um, you know, it's a, it's life is <laughs> this stuff is complicated, mm -hmm. and and to it's say oh, we're going to ban TikTok, that's going to solve everything. It, it's not going to solve anything at all. Well, that's where media and politics come together and oversimplify the world and lose history and lose context. And, and we're not again, good with we don't uh, deal with the real issues. We're not good with uh, ambiguity and gray areas, right? So, we want to, we want good and bad. We want to know good. Who's the good guys? Who are the bad guys? We're the good tell, guys. Tell me who to hate. Yeah, tell me who to hate. Yeah, I hate Senator Devil. Well, <laughs> my friend, my colleague. Oh, dang it! You brought him back on again, the other Jeff. Side of the aisle <laughs> would take you his head out that, of his right? keister and start thinking about the real world we live in. All right, <laughs> Senator Devil's going to retire now. <laughs> Good. <laughs> now that he's Diane sufficiently Feinstein and Senator Devil both go <laughs> into the. Uh, uh, all right, let us uh, take a little break, and there is more to talk about in just uh, a little bit. But we do want to mention our sponsor because I am a fan, a big fan. Senator Devil probably is too. Everybody loves fast mail. I've said this for some time now. If you care about email, why are you using free email? Email that treats you as a product, not as the customer. Fast mail isn't free. It's three bucks, as little as three bucks a month. It's not hugely expensive. 
But free email isn't free either. You pay with your privacy. For over 20 years, FastMail has been a leader in email privacy because with FastMail, you're a customer, not the product. Not only is it private, you get great support because they care about you. They want to keep you happy. You're their customer. Your personal data is safe, kept away from third parties. They have the best spam filtering ever. I absolutely love FastMail spam filters. I have uh, set up a very, I think, good system for making email usable again. No ads, no tracking pixels. Your data is stored in the U.S. with FastMail, and it's fully GDPR compliant. Now, let me talk a little bit about some of the features you're going to love about FastMail. First of all, FastMail is real email. It is not... It is not some company's idea of email. It's, they use the open source Cyrus IMAP server, which is the king of IMAP servers, configured exactly the best possible way. In fact, FastMail contributes back to the open source and the, and the Internet community. They've helped create email standards for authentication to reduce spam. They're, they're absolutely a good citizen, a good neighbor in the email world. So you're supporting somebody who's doing all the right things. Because it's true IMAP, you can, of course, use any client you want. It doesn't, you know, Thunderbird, uh, Outlook, Microsoft Mail, Apple Mail, but you can also use their great web mail. You won't be giving up that great web mail. In fact, I think it's 10 times better than Gmail's interface. You can customize your workflow with colors, custom swipes. You've got night mode. They've got apps for iOS and Android that are superb. You can customize your inbox with scheduled send. I love that feature. Snooze, folders, labels. Yeah, folders and labels. So that's kind of cool too. Uh, search bar. The search is fantastic. I, 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 I keep all my email, never delete anything because FastMail has such a good search. I know everything's there and I can find it in a minute, in a second. Keep track of all the important details in your life with FastMail's powerful sidebar. I've moved my calendar, my address book, to FastMail. I don't use Google anymore for those. FastMail supports CalDAV and CardDAV, the, the internet standards for that. The calendar works great. I even have my notes stored at FastMail. And I use FastMail as my DNS host for my websites because then I get email too. And FastMail is, it just makes it very easy to turn off all the e turn on all the email authentication protocols, SPF and DKIM and, and DMARC. That way, my emails get through better. They're authenticated. It's just, and I can have an infinite number of email addresses, by the way. As far as I can tell, there's no limit on the number of domains I can have hosted at FastMail. I don't, that's pretty cool. You wouldn't put a website there, although I do have a single, uh, you know, like a uh, about me page on FastMail. So you could put a web page there, but mostly I use it for DNS because I get the email. So when I won't sign up for something, an account, Every time I sign up, I have a unique email. They even support, which is really cool, 1Password and Bitwarden's masked email standards. You've seen this. This is something new that really adds to your security. Of course, you have a unique password for every website. Now, if you're using Bitwarden or 1Password, FastMail will give you a unique email address for every website. They all go to the same inbox. But this way, you've got kind of double the protection. A hacker has to guess the unique email as well as the password. That really is cool. Desktop or mobile, FastMail is the best. And their support is the best. Not some notebook reader, but real U.S.-based support team with email experts answering the phone, answering your questions. So 
then they're always in reach. And because, again, you're a customer, they give you that kind of support. The FastMail team believes working for customers is people to be cared for, not products to be exploited. Advertisers are left out. You and your privacy are at the center. I, I could read you review after review of FastMail, but you got to listen to me when I tell you I've been using FastMail for more than 10 years. I am absolutely hooked. I will go nowhere else. In fact, I just signed up again for another three years. I do it three years at a time. It's just the best. It's very easy to get your data out of any other email client and into FastMail. Plus, FastMail will go out and fetch that email if you want to keep those accounts alive. I would do that if you move email addresses. And as I said, I have custom domains, so I have a custom email address with FastMail. It doesn't cost any more. It's just great. They power open source email. They are, they are moving email forward with new internet standards. It's a good company with great people who really care about email. If you care about email... <sighs> Get FastMail. Reclaim your privacy. Boost productivity. Make email yours with FastMail. Try it free for 30 days. FastMail.com slash twit. F-A-S-T-M-A-I-L. FastMail.com slash twit. And by the way, if you use that address, FastMail.com slash twit, you'll get 15% off on your first year, your whole first year when you sign up today. FastMail.com slash twit. I've been telling people this since long before they were an advertiser. I don't know why everybody doesn't just use FastMail. It is literally the best email service in the market. Do it. Do it. FastMail. Thank you, FastMail, for supporting us. Uh, all right. All right. Enough of the right, Senate. Senator. Senator. Being that this is not a democracy and you're in charge, we've just lost democracy. What's next? Please? Oh, Actually, YouTube has a new leader. We talked about Susan Wojcicki moving along. The uh, the new guy in charge, Neil Moen, wrote his first letter. And, of course, he's smart. Our 2023 priorities, it's aimed particularly at creators, right? Who's more? Who's most Ugh. important to YouTube after advertisers because they're the most important? The creators. Somebody's got to make that content. Yeah. Um, he says, I've th he says, a little over 15 years ago, I visited a company with an interesting take on digital video. As I walked through YouTube's small offices above a pizza parlor, I could see the promise of the platform. I've thought about that moment over the past few weeks as my longtime friend and mentor, Susan Wojcicki, transitioned to become an advisor to Google and Alphabet, and I took the helm as the new leader of YouTube. So what does he say? Um... He uh, he quoted. We a, need to do everything we can to make Marquez Brownlee happy. Yeah, well, that's said. number one. <laughs> Definitely number one. And Mr. Beast happy. He uh, Mr. Beast keep yes. Mr. Beast happy. Probably more importantly, Mr. Beast. He uh, yeah. he did say he quoted a study from Oxford Economics that uh, in 2021, more than two million creators, two million, earned the wow. money equivalent of a full time job on YouTube. That's awesome. Wow. So you talk about TikTok, and, and it's for sure true that TikTok has powered a lot of people, but nobody nobody comes close to what YouTube's done, right? Uh, YouTube awesome. has a shopping feature now, ad revenue sharing on shorts. The number of people subscribing to individual channels has jumped 20% year over year. Six million people now subscribe to channels. It's not a huge number given the number of people who use YouTube. Uh, I think that's also because creators keep saying, hit the, smash the subscribe button. Ring the, 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 eh. Never gets old. 
They have added under his, uh, you know, this is probably something Susan Wojcicki had in process, but they just added dubbing clips into alternate languages, right? How many languages do they have now? It's kind of cool. Wow. Uh, they, of course, Mr. Beast started it. <laughs> I'm not kidding you. <laughs> it was you it was tested by Mr. Beast first. So, oh. so this isn't uh, this isn't uh, caption. This is dubbing. Dubbing. <clears throat> wow. Uh, multiple language audio tracks. They built it. In oh, house. can we do that? Can we do that from a clip from the show? Sure. I want to hear Twig in German. Okay. We just got to get and somebody. French. We just got to get a cast of uh, people together. Uh, what if, no, can, the, we, can we just put this on YouTube? What, can we dub it there? Yeah, yeah. But again, somebody has to speak German. Are you going to do it? No, can, I thought. Oh, I thought it was computer dub. No, 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 no. That's oh. that's what I thought too, Jeff. At first. Oh, okay. Um, you I, have to imagine that's coming at some point. I mean, yeah, actually, why not? Oh, yeah. You know what? That's, oh, yeah. that's not unreasonable. This not AI. at all. Come to think of it, the AI could do it. I mean, yeah. they're, they can translate pretty well already. They're doing the transcriptions. Yep. They're doing the transi- yep. translations. I guess all you'd have to do is have the voice. Just have the voice. Yeah, the, I, the, the creator chooses which language. So there's now a, uh, uh, and you can see this on the Mr. Beast video, Hindi, Thai, Vietnamese, Arabic. He dubs it into much bunch of different languages. Uh, over 15% of the dub videos watch time came from viewers in a different language than the original wow. recording. So that's big. Mm-hmm. Uh, viewers watched over 2 million hours in January alone of dubbed videos. So does Mr. Beast pay someone to do it or volunteers do it? Well-known creator Mr. Beast, a.k.a. Jimmy Donaldson, who has 130 million global subscribers, dubbed his 11 most popular videos in 11 languages in an interview with YouTube's Creator Insider, is that uh, Renee? I don't know. Uh, Mr. Beast explained, that should, be, that should be the name of my senator. Senator Beast! <laughs> explained <laughs> why the feature was beneficial. Well, I don't even have to explain that. It's much easier to just run one channel than 12. You have to make 12 different thumbnails, blah, blah, blah. So I'm looking to see if they explain where how he got, I guess he hired, or YouTube probably. YouTube did, yeah. Somebody probably to, if he was do that. testing it out in a big splashy PR laden. Who wants approach. to volunteer? Uh, any of our listeners uh, uh, proficient? Yeah, you pick in the, the language, language, listeners. You tell you us. You pick it. You'd have to have four people, right? You'd have to have somebody doing my voice. Some or do different and, voices. And whoever does my voice has to have has to have sent it a beast. <laughs> but it doesn't have to be a, it doesn't have to be a foghorn leghorn. It have to be something appropriate to your. It country. could be a Bavarian accent. Uh, yeah, he talks uh, like yes. this. So, oh boy, and that be uh, you have to have a Jeff. Once you have to have an aunt. Once you have to have a Jason. And next week you have to have a Daisy. <laughs> so Jason, yeah, good luck with that, Jason. <laughs> okay, Swamp Rat says to dub it in Klingon. A South, according to uh, Moen's uh, letter, a South Korean creator gained over 30,000 members after launching channel memberships just seven months ago. Six million viewers paid for channel memberships on YouTube in December. 20% increase. So, yeah, it makes sense that Moen would be focused on creators. He talks about top gaming creators. YouTube's always done that, right? It's always been about the 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 uh, you know I yeah. and I don't I kind of don't like this because it's 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 I think a little deceptive to the rank and file creator who is never going to make 
dollar one. Mm -hmm. But you go, look at all these people making a living on YouTube. There's two million of them. You too could. But what you're really saying is, come on, everybody, you got to work for us, make more content for us. Right. We're going to make the bulk of the money. And I mean, they're not lying. Might, yeah. There are two million no, it's people. True. They TikTok's make a living. The it does thing. happen. Yeah. And you and and it's true that you could also. <laughs> are you likely to? That's a different story. Oh, and here is Renee Ritchie, creator liaison in uh, in that YouTube oh. uh, letter. What creators need to know from Neil's letter. So, uh, yay, Renee. He's they also cool talk kid. about protecting kids. Looking ahead, this is a pivotal moment for our industry. We face challenging economic headwinds and uncertain geopolitical conditions. AI represents incredible creative opportunities, but must be balanced by responsible stewardship. This is what motivates me and everyone at YouTube to do our best work every single day. This is kind of an anodyne, typical mm. what you'd expect letter, but uh, there's some facts in yeah. there too. How does uh, how does Salt Hank do when it comes to YouTube? I mean, YouTube as a as a platform has been around much longer than a TikTok than an Instagram. You know, it's funny when he was doing TikTok. I said, "Why don't you do more YouTube?" He's in yeah. There. So he has done since then. He's done some long form YouTube. He does YouTube Shorts. I've seen some of his long form yeah. stuff. Yeah, and it's good. But Insta's his. You know, because of his style, which was TikTok inspired, yeah, that's flash, fast, yeah, fast flash, shortcuts, yeah, right? Uh, it really lends itself to Instagram Reels are effectively TikTok, mm -hmm. right? Yep. Almost, it's, it's, it's it's not just cooking too. It's he's flirting in a specific way with his audience, right? It's, it's wry. It's it's, it's Hank with attitude. Really? <laughs> how <laughs> many how many proposals <laughs> has Hank had? Uh, quite a few. He's a he'll he's, be on The Bachelor next. Yeah, yeah. He's got a girlfriend. Oh, I shouldn't say this though. Probably, huh? Uh, here he's here he's making. Did he meet her through the sh through, through the Bond me. Uh No, she's an influencer though. I hear. I understand. Oh, yeah. oh, wow. Okay. Yeah. He's done a lot of collabs. That's one of the things you do, right? Yep. Yeah. Uh, you you're doing these uh these collabs, which is cool. Yeah, that's really a nice part of it. Yeah, there is. You know, and I think YouTube has this too. There, where's this kind of collegial. Thing about it, here's making a chicken pesto sandwich. Mm. Oh, this Chef is reaction. This is done, an ad. Did you see uh, that real quick? Yep. The Mazetta oh, peppers. Ad? It's an ad for Mazetta. Oh. And this is, by the way, TikTok doesn't get any of that money. Nor does Insta. Nor does YouTube. And that's really right. how you make money on these. All of these platforms is selling your own ads. Oh, that looks good. Oh, that looks good. Oh. And don't forget a Mazetta. But isn't that subtle? Yeah. Yes, I freaking love That's that. Amazing. Did, did I tell you about this one? Did I tell you about that? I can't play the music, but I'll take that off. But did you, this one, he got a partnership with a um, Los Angeles company, ShockU.LA. They go around and do catering for big events. They're a big company. They gave him that snow crab. It looked like about a pound of caviar. Huge amount of caviar. <laughs> yeah. And he made a po' boy, a snow crab po' boy with Whoa. a caviar remoulade. Oh, my God. He said it, it, so it was a $7,000 sandwich. Oh. <laughs> it just looks so delicious. That's, that's living. $7,000. Sandwich. Yeah. Oh. You made a seven thousand dollar sandwich today. That's amazing. Oh, capitalism, man. Capitalism. capitalism. Has Chef Re the you know, has Chef Reaction ever 
No, I don't think so. Oh, I don't think so. I'll have to ask him about that. That's a good question. Okay, so notice, by the way, here on his Insta, link to his YouTubes. So, oh, okay. So, you know, they're crossing. And this is a short, right? I think this is a short. YouTube, first YouTube is up. YouTube two is up. Oh, these are little Insta. Oh, I see. Okay. Insta things. And then he has the link. Still on Instagram. Link, visit the link to YouTube. Yeah. This is a longer form. Yeah. This is longer. So this is where he gets to This is where he gets you into his longer form content. Yeah. And I don't know. Let's see what the views. I don't think he does these do so as well. Where do I see the 39,000. 10 months. 10 months. Yeah. See, that's nothing. Oh, there is. That's nothing. Yeah. But then the salt, you're selling the salt, you're selling the right. cookbook, you're selling the TV show, you're selling the... No, 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 no. You're, you're selling your presence. Yeah. You know, I am hungry. I know. It's impossible to watch his videos and not get incredibly <laughs> hungry. My boy. Yeah. I'll tell you. He, uh, did I tell you he cooked a uh, Cubana with Guy Fieri last weekend? I heard you mention Guy Fieri. That, yeah. That's awesome. He was so at... How, uh, what, is that going to be on Diners, Drive-Ins, and No. They have, Guy doesn't do that anymore. They just rerun it forever. I don't think he's... No, 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 no. Is he, he doing just, new he ones? Just visited, he just visited places near me. Yeah. Oh, okay. So, um, no, it was at a Miami Food Festival. Apparently, uh. it's, it's a big one. And uh, he Hank did a couple of things. He was, he was at the Mr. Clean booth making Bloody Marys. <laughs> I, I, somewhere i have some video of that and then uh guy fieri was one of the celebrity chefs there and he did a fieri. he was on fieri fieri he was on stage with guy doing a, a cubano sandwich oh that's so cool yeah so yeah he's you know the, you, there's, there's this whole they make the rounds basically these days yeah food is it you know thanks to the food network food is it but it's Food funny Henry, be in style. Henry always wanted to do that. You know, he he grew up watching YouTube food videos. That's how he learned to cook. It wasn't from me. Oh, yeah. So he was always oriented in that. that what does he think of your machines? Your many machines. He does cheating or jealous. Uh, that's a good question. I don't know. He doesn't use machines really. He uses like a bullet. Mostly chops his own. I gave him my, yeah. I had a very, I had a very nice knife roll with like the best knives. Uh, not that I'm a chef, but I, you know, at one point I said, I want some good knives. And I gave it to him one year and yeah, I don't think he doesn't use it. So I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> if he won't use my knives, he definitely won't use my kitchen appliances. Microsoft Did you see lied. what Mr. Oh, uh, Nielsen put in our discord? You know, oh. speaking of AI no. and dubbing. Oh, wait a minute. Now this is the, uh, is this, we've been Turn working sound on this. On. We've been working on this. We're very excited about this. At some point, I can retire, and uh, AI Leo could take over. What are Duvon dem Himmelbist? Alice Lied und Schmerzen stillest. Den doppelt Elend ist doppelt mit Erquickung fullest. Ach, ich bin des Treibens mude. Was soll all der Schmerz und Lust? Susser Friede kam, at kam in meine Brust. What did I just say? I know. Do I need to bleep any of this, Anthony? Just let me know. Okay. But it was real and words, it right? In my breast. It was real words, he, wasn't it? He put the kind of put were. the uh, tr- transcript there for you. Uh, oh, and, and no. uh, let me go look. <laughs> Thou that from the heavens art every, every pain, pain and sorrow, every pain and sorrow still. Is that a? Is this Goethe? 
On the doubly wretched heart, doubly with refreshment fillest. I am weary with contending why this pain and desire, peace descending, come ah, into my breast. Okay, play it again now. Now Now that you know it's poetry. Wader du vandem himmelbist. Alice lead und schmerzen stillest. But whose voice is that? Der doppelt elend ist. That's my voice. Doppelt mit Erquickung fullest. Ach, ich bin des Treibens mude. Was soll all der Schmerz und Lust. Susser Friede kam, I come in meine Bruce. Terrible pronunciation. Is it? Oh, yeah. It doesn't sound like you. That's the dubbed version. Sounds like a young Leo. Yeah, it sounds like a young Pubescent Leo. Which, which, um, which synthesis are you using? Was that Descript uh, or was it Eleven Labs? Uh, I don't know Eleven which one. Eleven, Eleven Labs. Eleven Labs. He's played with a, he's played with both. Um, yeah, he's getting quite. You know what? Though a- Anthony, the coffee stain is not on my shirt. <laughs> 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 no, see, AI removes those imperfections. Oh, yeah, I like it. <laughs> I like it. Yeah, he's working on that. It's kind of the low voxel version of Leo, though. It's not. Uh, it looks more like. Um, I told him we want, kind of want a Max Headroom thing, right? <laughs> it's pretty close, yeah. right? Yeah, <laughs> yes, yeah. yeah. Low poly. <laughs> you got it, but you got to add the the stutter in. The, yeah, we can do that. I'm sure. Oh boy, Anthony Nielsen has become our king of AI. He really has. Let's talk about AI. AI is all the rage these days. In fact, Microsoft actually they kind of they kind of misled people. They announced they have a new thing they're doing. Uh, when they update Windows, they call it a moment. And moment two came out yesterday. And they said that it would bring AI-powered Bing to Windows 11. Not really. What it does is it puts nope. a logo on your Windows 11 taskbar that when wow. you click it, opens up Edge and the Bing chat. So they gave you a shortcut. Or an ad. <laughs> or an ad. Or an yeah, ad. Right. Let's let's call a spade a spade. Yeah, yeah. It's yeah. an ad. Oh boy. Uh, see, That's not a feature. Yeah. Here's the. If you look at it in the in the little search pill, we call it. There's a B. When you click it, it says introducing the new Bing. But if you want to do anything, it has to open up Edge and. You do can't it. just use that little search bar. No. And plug it in there. No. See, that would be an integrated. Yeah, I mean, there's nothing. There's approach. no reason they didn't do that, except they want to. This push. is all performance. It's Microsoft yeah. is playing a game here. Yeah. Well, Microsoft was sure, sure touted there in the beginning as having made a really smart move with this whole ChatGPT thing. These reporters are idiots. We're a couple of weeks away from that now. Has that proven to be the case? I mean, Google didn't. You know, initially. I mean, they they had they their still bar, haven't. They had their bar thing, but but they, but but they it's haven't not released out there. It. Yeah, and that's and turned out to actually smart. be kind of a good thing by comparison, yeah. right? Um, Jason, in, in the in the um, the annex in the kitty table part of the rundown, I put in two <laughs> stories that was was interesting <laughs> to me that that there's already a tech lash against OpenAI now. Oh yeah, well, right. so, and, so and that's Vice kind says, of reasonable because OpenAI, which yeah. was a, funded in 2015, partly by Elon Musk, who parted company with them a few years later, to be a response to the closed source development of AI by Microsoft and Google and others. It was to be the open one, the nonprofit one, but it's no longer that. <laughs> yeah. It's definitely not nonprofit anymore. Mm. Yeah, uh, so this is a motherboard ar- article. Yeah. Open AI is now everything it promised not to be corporate, closed source and for profit. Hmm. True. Right. Yeah. Yeah. Right. Um, they, now this, 
to me is a little nerve-wracking. Sam Altman at CEO wrote a blog post this week, planning for AGI and beyond. AGI is the scary AI, the general intelligence, which would essentially be, as he says, our mission is to ensure that artificial and general intelligence, AI systems that are generally smarter than humans, benefits all of humanity. If AGI is successfully created, well, yeah, I don't know. <laughs> uh, I don't know. We don't have AGI. I think that's pretty clear. But Blake Lemoyne and, and, and his ilk uh, notwithstanding, it's not sentient. No, no. It's not as smart as a human. It sounds like it is. I once asked uh, Ray Kurzweil, who was kind of the king of all of the singularity, right? He said, it's sometime in, in the next 20 years, he said, I think by 2035, uh, their computers will be in, now this is his key phrase, indistinguishable from humans. And I said, well, but what, but will they be thinking? And he says, it doesn't matter. If you can't tell the difference, they're indistinguishable from humans. That's, that's it. Hmm. It doesn't, it's foolish to say, well, are they thinking? That's not. If you can't tell, does it matter? I don't know if Jason's thinking. Right. Well, thank you. Uh, thank you for that. Um, well, but but what is but what is thinking to a computer? I mean, any any operation that is determined by a computer is, in essence, thinking, right? Not as we think. Not as we think of thinking. But when I think of... Yeah, it's this is getting weird. When I think of thinking, yeah, it's thinking. <laughs> I think yeah. of you know, I want this thing to happen. I have to understand it. I have to figure out. I have to know how to uh, how to do this thing or whatever. That's what a computer does when it's when it's you know performing an action. So I mean, it's a type of thinking. Yeah, yeah. That's Ray's point exactly. Yeah. Kurzweil said, "If you can't tell the difference, it doesn't right. matter what the internal process is. Right. If the result is the same." Um, now the real singularity comes when. And this is where it gets scary when AGI can design better AGI or can build better machines. Can build a better version of itself. Then they're faster than humans. Mm. It, it becomes iterative and it gets faster and faster, accelerates to the point where, you know, the, I don't know what, I don't know what, yeah, what is, is. What the sky's is the limit. To? Yeah. In other words, right now we're holding it back. Mm -hmm. But as soon as it can pesky do it. Pesky humans. Pesky humans. As soon as it can do it itself, nothing to stop it. A machine that can design machines. I don't know what takes over the universe. Yeah. So uh, we can imagine a world in which humanity flourishes to a degree that it's probably impossible for any of us to fully visualize it yet. We hope to contribute to the world, says Altman, an AGI aligned with such <laughs> flourishing. And if not, well, we try. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, <Wow>. really? <laughs> The first AGI will just be a point along the continuum of intelligence. We think it's likely progress will continue from there. Yeah, see, that's what scares me. Possibly sustaining the rate of progress we've seen over the past decade for a long period of time. Or, he doesn't say, or faster. If this is true, the world could become extremely different from how it is today, and the risks could be extraordinary. A misaligned, superintelligent AGI could cause grievous harm to the world. An autocratic regime with a decisive superintelligence lead could do that as well. Yikes. Hmm. So what are they doing to prevent that? No, nothing. <laughs> <laughs> nothing. We think a slower takeoff is easier to make safe 
and coordination among AGI efforts to slow down at critical junctures will likely be important, even in a world where we don't need to do this to solve technical alignment problems. Slowing down may be important to give society enough time to adapt. So, so, so right. don't be in such a hurry. Successfully transitioning to a world with superintelligence, I should add non-human superintelligence, is perhaps the most important and hopeful and scary project in human history. Success is far from guaranteed, and the stakes, boundless downside and boundless upside, will hopefully unite all of us. It's not hopefully. really, all he's saying is slow down. Uh, he's not really giving us any tools. He's also out there saying, we, this was in last week too, it was in the rundown last week where he's saying, regulate us so we don't have to make the decisions, you make them for us. Yeah, that's not... Um, a- Kevin Marks and I are both in the in the rundown, uh, invading the rundown. Hi, Kevin. Oh, um, hi, Kevin. Emily Bender. We invited him Emily on, but Bender. I think it was such short notice that he couldn't probably couldn't get in. Yeah, I just, I just got an email from him. Yeah. So Emily Bender, who was one of the Stochastic Parrots paper authors, co-authors, has a thread which is in there in which she's tearing apart all. Uh, she's amazing on 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 her ongoing comments on the hype of of AI. But she has been a naysayer. It's fair to oh, say. Oh, absolutely. Yeah, absolutely. Well, just just naysayer mainly of the hype, mainly of the overpromise. Um, and, uh, so this is so her she, reaction to Sam's post, yes, this piece. Yes. Uh, from the get go, this is just gross. <laughs> they think they're really in the business of developing, shaping AGI. And they think are, they are positioned to decide what benefits all of humanity. Ding, 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 ding. Uh, uh, where's her, I don't understand. That's the next one. How does this Twitter work to get to that? That's not Twitter. It's Mastodon. Shush. Oh, how does Mastodon? That's her next post. That's that right there. Where you're. That's her next post. Then Altman invites the reader to imagine that AGI have successfully created is literally magic. Also, what does turbocharging the economy mean? If there's already abundance, more dollars for the super rich has to be. Also, note the rhetorical Hmm. sleight of hand here. Paragraph one has AGI as a hypothetical. But by paragraph two, it's already something that has potential. <laughs> but oh no, the magical imagined AGI also has downsides. But it's also so, so tempting and important to create that we cannot not create it. Note yeah. the next yeah. rhetorical sleight of hand here. Now AGI is an unpreventable future. That's the essence of what she said. It's a really good post. <sighs> I, I think I'm following Ms. Bender. But if not, I'm going to follow her. You should. She's, she's brilliant. Yeah. I'm pretty sure I am following her. Uh, you this know is what? the problem with Mastodon. You can't, you can't try to switch yeah. over from one page to nope. another. It's already, hard to already see. following her. Uh, well, if actually, if I'd been following it uh, as a follower as opposed to um, in that form, I could see it a little bit better. But, yeah, uh, yeah. she's a professor of linguistics uh, at UW, University of Washington. She runs the Master of Science in Computational Linguistics program. So she knows what she's talking about. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Oh, yeah. And again, she was co-author with Timnit Gebru and Margaret Schmitchell uh, and one other whose name I forget, the fourth beetle, fifth beetle uh, of the Stochastic Parents paper. Right. Warning of this. So, what? yeah, I mean, this is a good question. Uh, I mean, talk about big tech. Um, it's kind of like a, a nuclear proliferation. We're yeah. in we're in the era of uh, AI proliferation, and there's nobody nobody talking about disarmament. 
but here too to talk about we must regulate this now we don't know what it is well you can't re yeah i guess you can't but what do you do then right if you can't regulate it what do you do you 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 educate people you be cautious you keep people accountable you do what what emily bender is doing and 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 mock them when they're going overboard yeah. uh you, that's what society does I mean, but what is being cautious? Because there's going to be a lot of companies that have that see the potent the upside of getting into AI, and their bottom line is to make money. So, like, where, yep. like, how you how can we expect them did. to draw the line of what caution is? Because right. they're, well, they're probably going to push didn't. it. Right, Microsoft threw caution to the wind. Google. Um, Almost did, but then held back and said, no, we're the cautious ones. Yeah, right. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So if we did an that. AI show, I don't know if we're going to. Um, we're we're not really in a position please, to, to launch please. new shows, but everybody wants to be on yeah. the show, except for <laughs> Ant, who's left. This is nothing. I don't want to do it. It's not in my... No, but but <laughs> no, he's not going to do it either. But, we're going uh, to do a musical theater show with Ant. <laughs> oh, gosh. No. Yes. Queen there you go. Yes. If you pass on the oh. AI show, you have to do the next one, and that is musical theater. So there you go. <laughs> uh, oh, my gosh. I fear that we would not have that much to, we'd have plenty to talk about, but it'd all be highly speculative, right? Speculation. That's all it is. Every week you're speculating on what could potentially happen. And I think that's going to get old. You got stupid coverage. You got stupid companies. You got smart things happening. You got great opportunities. I, I, I We talked about this. Uh, so in our, our management program, we have 23 amazing high level managers in the, in the executive program. I helped start at the school. We were talking about, this just yesterday, uh, I did a class on on Mastodon and, and the Fediverse and, and this. And one of the interesting things that comes out, it's a very international group. They are using it for translation. They're using it to fix their work. It's making people who are shy about their English as a second language more confident. It's all these kinds of uses that you don't know people are, are putting it to and finding value in it. One person said she's using it to write uh, grant proposals because it's all the same BS. So she just turns them out with it, right? Um, there's there's interesting uses. There's interesting dangers. There's interesting development. There's interesting business. There's bad media coverage about it. Oh, it's rich. rich. Hey, let me let me put my Miss Lisa Laporte hat on right now. Okay, so we're gonna do this this week in AI show. You gonna be able to talk about this for a year at least? You know, oh, yeah. fifty two episodes. Oh, you yeah. can get fifty two I mean, episodes out of oh, this. Oh yeah. No, I feel like you might get six. <laughs> I feel like three quarters of tech meme on a, on a daily basis has something to do with AI. Well, it's clearly something. Oh, and they all say the right? same thing, Mr. Howell. Here, <laughs> I have that same qualm, but my qualm is that this is just uh, it's kind of irrational exuberance and that we're going to hit another AI winner. We've done this before many, many yeah. times, even in my memory. Yeah, where we've yeah Web3 all and NFTs and all that yeah, crap, we got, too. Oh, yeah, yeah for sure. But even about AI, we've gotten all excited about it. We thought self-driving cars were just around the mm -hmm. corner. We mm -hmm. thought we've, this is not, and, and there've been many AI winners and I just uh -huh. would hate to start a show about something. And then the AI winner happens hmm. and we all go, yeah. What about a temporary show? It would have to be temporary. It'd have to be just kind of a, I think if we did it, it would be in the club and it would be just kind of a chat like this. Mm-hmm. Uh, but mm -hmm. I see. I do want to talk to experts. I would like sure. to have people like sure. Emily Bender. There's, there's lots of people to invite, like Emily Bender. Yeah, like that young woman I sent you, whose name I can't remember, Jason. 
um, oh, yes. uh, on TikTok. Whenever people send me um, young women, I have to send them back. It's kind of a legal thing. <laughs> okay. Stacey, if Stacy were here, <laughs> it's a joke. Right it's a joke. Oh, God. Ant's <laughs> out of here. Oh, Ant wants deniability. <laughs> Rachel Woods. Uh, you sent me about? the name of a young woman. Let's be Rachel, clear. Rachel yes. Woods. Okay. Play, play a little bit of Rachel Woods, by the way. She's she's really good on this topic. She's on, on TikTok. Oh, here you go. Yes. Okay. I'll, I'll, pick you pick can't, you can't do it because yeah, it won't I'm go not. on the it won't go on the thing. Rachel Woods she explains TikTok. TikTok. So I mean, she's, she's a TikToker who explains AI. Oh, she's an AI startup yeah, founder. Okay. Yes. So she well, has she has some. I think, but, uh, yeah. So here we go. This is her most recent. Uh, let me turn on the uh, turn on the sound thing. Turn the mach- turn on the machine. Can you get some real intelligence to know how to turn on the sound? Can you turn on? Can you turn on the machine? There's a machine. I have to push that button. I said I have to push that button. <laughs> I forgot your screen subject was touch in Quizlet. Okay, okay here, here we, we go. go. ChatGPT API was announced, and people are going crazy. It's ten times cheaper than OpenAI's previous model which means we're about to have ChatGPT in every product. They already announced it's in a new grocery shopping assistant for Instacart, a shopping assistant wow. for any Shopify store, a tutor on any subject in Quizlet, and your own personal AI in Snapchat. Holy cow. There was a lot more in this announcement around privacy and restrictions of how you can use the API. We're going to be covering all of this tomorrow in our newsletter, so drop your questions. If you're not already on it, the link is in my bio. Wow, I think this is, uh, she's great. Uh, I learned from her a lot. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And she's got a newsletter. So uh, subscribe. Uh, Let me see if I'll see if I can find the. uh, Actually, I needed that too. Yeah. Let me, let me find her, uh, her link. The AI exchange.com slash the Rachel Woods. And there's a link there to her newsletter. Uh, Interesting. All right. Jason can mm-hmm. make that happen mm-hmm. because you know what? He, despite all appearances, he can think. It's true. Sometimes, <laughs> despite all appearances, <laughs> now, don't despite don't believe what you see here. <laughs> I'm just teasing. I'm just teasing. There's about this much. No, Jason's a great the producer. Bottom of my forehead. No, I'm teasing. So he's a great, great producer. Is and Jason a great producing as he's uh, he uh, hosting right he's now? Typing yeah. like crazy. Yeah, I'm producing. That's amazing. It's really it's impressive. Amazing. I have to say, it really I, is. We are very lucky. Uh, <laughs> extremely lucky that Jason's with us. Also, the host of All About Android, as right. I mentioned at the beginning of the show, gets great uh, guests on there along with his regulars. Yeah, Ron and uh, and when and last night we had Flo on. Flo, Flo came uh, back, nice. She came back for a review. Michelle shows up some, from time to time. Michelle Ramon, yes, you got a great thrill panel of people. And Jr. Rayfield from Android. I love Jr. Yeah, it's yeah. fun. We're having a good time. He also hosts Tech News Weekly, and uh, actually, I thought of a. Because we were talking about what what you should do tomorrow. Yes, I'm I'm uh, still actively looking for my interview. I thought I of something, but I can't remember what it was. I should have written it down. Hope you remember. Ah, I know who it is, Mike McHugh. Oh yes, oh, this is Flipboard. Big yes, Mr. Flipboard. Oh Flipboard. yes, okay. I know, because I Mike. Flipboard has joined the Fediverse. So Flipboard was originally created. Mike created it with yeah. the goal of being kind of a magazine based on you people you follow on Twitter. Well. Maybe that's not the best business model anymore. So they're moving kind of away from Twitter and over to Mastodon. They're even talking about creating their own Mastodon instance, Flipboard.social. He did. He, he did. did. He did. Uh, so this is really interesting. I mean, 
like a lot of people who have abandoned Twitter. Uh, but now, if you've built a business around Twitter, you might be very slow to do that. Mm -hmm. uh, I'm I good for Mike. Mike is very active it's, on uh, on on media on uh, Macedonia. At the same time, Tony Tony Stubblebine and Evan Williams uh, have gone all in for Medium, and so the uh, Medium instance me.dm pretty cool me dm uh is now up and i'm getting all kinds of followers from it people are people are joining that one as well nice so you've got flipboard you've got uh medium uh who was it though that uh, decided not to the financial times or somebody the ft yeah, yeah, they, yeah. they had one and they said yeah man, this is a bad idea this is legal liabilities and all this stuff so uh i i for one i'm not sure i for a i totally think companies like medium and flipboard should do this um, I mean, I guess we're kind of in the same boat. I shouldn't really complain because yeah, Twit has its own Mastodon instance, mm -hmm. and it's made up of our listeners, right? Our fans, community. It's a community. community. Yeah, so it makes sense. Actually, I take it back. I was going to say something bad about it. Uh, <laughs> Would you um, uh, question uh, uh, both community czars here? Um, I was talking to somebody the other day about about the need for uh, outsourced moderating services for instance hosts. Is that something you think as you grow in scale you might need or well we don't actually we're too nice you mean moderators yeah well so far I you're can moderating do it. right now yeah you're I haven't alone, I've, yeah. I haven't had to outsource it I think just like our discord uh when you have a really tight community and you know I have to approve you to go in there and I I kind of mm. I'm pretty cautious and it, by the way if anybody acts out I boot them immediately so I think it doesn't take a lot of moderation. I every day I make sure I check everything. Uh, how long? How long every day do you spend doing it? Oh, an hour a day, not more. Wow, that's a that's a that's a commitment. Uh, well, and and the one thing that everybody should know if you're on Mastodon is that when you see a post you don't like or a series of posts from somebody you don't like, you have total control too. You can mute or block anybody, and by doing so, you're keeping them out of your feed forever. So and, and you can report them to you. And, and then I would suggest if it's somebody that you think is really toxic, report them to me. I check every day. We don't we get at most a reported day. And usually it's not people on our Mastodon instances, you know, people on other wow. Mastodon instances. So I I think it it's actually um sustainable. I, I spend an hour there because I'm reading stuff, not moder not oh, that totally okay, moderating. Right, right. That's the total Good amount point. of time. So I have two. Okay, I'll just show you real quickly the dashboard that I go. I see two pending reports and eight pending users. I won't show you the reports or the users, but so I will review those every day. And if if it's an account, uh, I, you know, I can suspend an account even if it's not on our instance, and that just means people on our instance can't see it. So, so the account still exists. It's just yeah, it's not. Active so one of them is is instance. one of them is pretending to be. You can show this the National Security Agency, and. Um, I don't know. I think that's probably a parody account. This one's a little tricky. I will I will look at it. But it's verified. There's a blue check. <laughs> it also says your you local get that from uh, Zuckerberg. <laughs> it also says your local friendly neighborhood surveillance agency. Yeah, so I'm thinking little... it's probably a parody account. Yeah, I'll parody. look at it. If it's clearly parody, I won't block it. Keeping but tabs on you twenty four seven because we care. Yeah. Um and then there's another one uh, that you should not show uh, that is uh, kind of anti-trans. So that one, I'm just going to press the suspend button. They get a well, notification that twit.social has suspended them. Suspend oh, they get them. a notification. Oh. Yeah. 
Can you do it without notification? No, I guess you can't because they're they're they're, they're, they're going to their account. Yeah, gonna, I think oh, they no. get notified. I may be wrong on that. Actually, I don't know. Uh, but what happens as a result is even the only reason it showed up at Twit.Social is because somebody in Twit.Social was following them. Uh, or maybe it's possible. No, no, it would only show up because somebody had followed them. So uh, that that right. person won't be able to see that those posts, and no one else on Twitter social will, nor will anybody be able to follow them anymore. So um, that's it. Pretty easy. You saw I did it while we're that's, on the that's air. Cool. That's great. <laughs> it wasn't that so, hard. We had Eugen Rochko on at oh, the did you? Twitter Summit. Oh, oh yeah. yeah. Nice. Yeah, How is Eugen? Uh, through video. He's really. the he's, creator he's of Mastodon. He's the developer who invented yeah. Mastodon. So we blew minds there, uh, and and my my management students were blown by this as well. He said that uh, I don't think it's a problem to say that in the in the life of Mastodon, right, from 2018 to today, five years. He said maybe I've raised, uh, including including the latest rush, maybe a total of five hundred thousand dollars. So he has wow. this thing that is challenging Twitter, that is presenting, and it's, he didn't invent Activity Pub, and but he's he's making Activity Pub come to life for more people. Um, 10 million accounts signed up, uh, $500,000. It's nothing. Yeah. Wow. And that's through a Patreon. Uh, he has yeah. a handful of developers. I know he hired a new uh, developer, but for the longest time, it was hired just him. three people. Yeah. He got 1,700 applications for three. I bet. <laughs> the thing to remember uh, is it's just one example of the Fediverse and Activity Pub. I always yes. say this, but one thing that's become clear, we had Mike Masnick on, on Sunday on Twit, and he's uh, he said there are a number of really good competitors to mastodon that aren't really competitors they're just uh they're similar projects have that work on activity pubs so you could follow somebody on mastodon we also had darius who who started hometown there you in go the room yeah and and you know he loves mastodon he's got nothing against mastodon he forked it because he wanted to do some right. things differently and right. it's a great fork i think more and more you're going to see this and i for one i think this is a really good uh a strong um movement away from centralized social yeah. you asked earlier you know about the history the future for facebook i mean this is i think the future of social i, I love discord I so. too i think so discord's a, yeah. a very good example boy that was an eye-opener when we created this in club twit um oh this is a good thank you mashed potato I love this diagram yeah. this is the tree of the fediverse and it's actually out of date now there are many many more um compatible Pro projects going on. I mean, it's huge. So you know, you can ha you can, and if you have a WordPress, you can have it be a equal partner on the Fediverse too. So there's a plugin for that. So I think more and more you're going to see that. Um, and uh, Mozilla. Oh, by the way, take who or uh, yeah, take is, is short for Quartermain. So I wouldn't say Chu. I'd say take who uh, in our uh, Discord. He's in our club. Twit says he has been suspended from Mastodon by accident. And you do get a oh. message. <laughs> oh, okay. <laughs> and uh, and I unsuspended you, didn't I, Tay? Okay, good. <laughs> you do get a message. Um, yeah, I'm I'm really encouraged by all of that. I think this is. Yeah, I learned it from you, and I'm very I'm exciting because it, it's 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 given me hope. And is it safe to say? I think it is for me. But is it safe to say for all of you that Mastodon now kind of fills that itch, that Twitter yeah. itch, or no? For me. Not, for me. not ant. Yeah, I've I've just noticed in general for myself my desire to engage with a Twitter like feed on a daily basis has dropped considerably. 
in the last yeah i still go to twitter and when i see it i go i don't want to hang out i open twitter a handful of times a week um i open mastodon slightly more than that and sometimes i post but i'm just not sharing a lot and that's been a general trend for me lately and sometimes i feel a little bad about that because of what i do and you know being in touch with with the community and everything but yeah, I don't know. Um, my desire to, to interact in that way has has dropped a lot. And I don't know if it's just, you know, a result of the turbulence of recent months or if it's just kind of shifting interest. But there we are. Have you we, we discussed this before and, and, and you already know that I'm, I I moved away from being an advisor to it. Have you guys tried Post.News? Do you have any opinions about it? Have no. not. No, I haven't. I'm not a fan only because it's an Andreessen Horowitz. It's. Joint. A and a centralized B. Yeah, yeah I agree. And I feel similar. Nobody's there to now. Mr. Really, Howell, nobody's using you know, it. I well, I, I, no, 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 that's not the case. People are, but I follow you know like fifty four people, and now when I go to my people I'm following, um, it's all George Conway, literally all <laughs> George Conway and George Hahn. <laughs> okay, that's, that's not it. what I want. So yeah, okay. <laughs> I know. I think a lot of people went um, there because it was like Twitter. It was centralized Twitter, like. Yes. Place. And I think that the people, it's sad because Taylor Lawrence popped in briefly at Mastodon, didn't like what she saw and went, ran back to Twitter. I think a lot of people really want Twitter. And you were, you were about to say. I'm fairly similar to Mr. Howe, where I, I, I just haven't really had a desire to go in there and check either platform recently. I'm pretty much in broadcast mode and pretty much in campaign mode regarding my son. Um, every now and then, usually like on a Friday night or a Saturday, I'll go in there and check notifications from people that I, you know, that I know just to make sure I didn't miss anything. But now even they know that he's not really in here that often. So you may not get a reply quickly. Um, it's just I, I, social media in general has just been a bit of craptastic mess. And I just try to keep my energy clean and, and, and happy if you will i know every time i'm tempted to post on twitter fortunately i i i do i could but i i don't want to break my silence every time though it's because somebody got me angry <laughs> right yeah. right that's the thing and I'm at like, this point I, if you learn one thing it's nice it's great that we have voices it's great that we had the voice to be out to be able to go out there and just scream that something has upset us and uh, where there being injustice or, or, or something really, really small, but it's usually, Man, I swear it seems like I'm seeing a lot of that stuff out there and yeah. it just brings me down. I'm like, nah, yeah, me I'll too. Just step away. Let me go turn on some old mama's family reruns and yeah. laugh for the rest of the day. I'd yeah. say in the last couple of years, time and time again, when I open uh, a feed like Twitter or sometimes Mastodon, although less so a Mastodon, Mastodon for whatever reason feels like a little bit, more open uh, and accepting to me right now than the Twitter universe mm-hmm. does. But um, yeah. in the last couple of years, I have many times had the experience where I open up my app. I'm like, okay, I got this thing. I got to put this out there. I type it all up. I see it on the screen and then I hit delete. It's like, I don't even hit, send yeah. it. Cause I'm like, cause too. at a certain point by the end of it, I'm like, is it even worth it for me to put this out there? Because like I kind of on one hand, I already did the thing that like I was moved to do, which was to put my thoughts into words. But if I uh-huh. hit send it, so often it feels like all I'm doing is inviting some sort of reaction 
And, you know, I hope that that reaction is good or I hope that people interpret my words in the way that I intend for them to. But then there's always that doubt that's there. And that's been keeping me from sharing a lot on social media lately. And And it happens to me a lot. Again, I am really grateful for the community that I've been able to build on Twitter and, you know, as as well as the Twit.social platform. I'm looking right now at Michael Kidd that gave me all of this great information about NAS that I totally forgot about. I forgot about true NAS and it's just this long thread of just useful information. He's not yelling at me. He's not belittling me. He's not telling me I should have bought this system versus that system. And you know, that's how this stuff is supposed to be. It's just gotten so far fetched with, with people just yelling and fussing about any and everything. And that's why I just stay away. Cause I just don't want to pollute the good energy here in the four walls of I also I also wonder um, especially for you Jason because you've been doing this for a long time almost as long as I have if you're not just tired as I am tired of sticking your head out and just say I want to I want to I want to be a hermit. Are you ready? Sometimes, to, yes. You ready sometimes to, I absolutely yeah, feel that Break way. up yeah. a little small room, brick it up, and ask, have people push food over the top to you. That's because I am. Even I get that. I, I haven't been doing this as long as you all, but I enjoy just the, the solitude from time to time. Yeah. 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 Well, I, so, so much of iPhone. Sorry. Go ahead. Well, I was just going to say so much of my career um, has has been sharing and 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 putting my thoughts and my words and my feelings and, and everything out there. And I think you're I think you're right to a certain degree. Leo. I, I absolutely uh, feel that from time yeah. to time where it's like, yeah. you know, there's a, a there's a part of me that, that, that wants a simpler. Sometimes I just want a simpler, yeah. a normal. And sometimes that doesn't involve sharing every piece of my life, which Amen. I don't know. But I also feel bad admitting that on this show because so much of my <laughs> career is built around being public and being kind of yep. in that role. So then I feel like yep. I'm kind of like uh, retracting myself from this community that largely is incredibly welcoming, but it's just that one little portion that is, can be negative enough that it's like, well, why would I invite that negativity? Why not just not have it? You know, it's such a, Leo, uh, I don't want to be uh ungrateful because it's such a privilege to get to do what we 100%, do. 100 percent i totally and, and, and honestly uh to me what more and more it feels like when what we do is a conversation with mm. you know our friends the hosts but also with our community and even though the, i wish the community all had a seat at the table because it's it would be great if we could do that but we do as much as we can for that we have a stage open now all the time we have the IRC open all the time. I read the Mastodon. I read the Twit forums. I know you all do too. So uh, I feel like we're we're actually kind of privileged to be in a conversation. And I don't mind the conversation. I like the conversation. What I don't in like the community. In in, the community. within the community. What I don't like is the general performative. Well, basically, it's what tweeting is, which is is shouting out to the world. I don't think what I have to say is that important for one thing. <laughs> I think it's a, I think it's a risk of yeah. big old mass media where scale became right. the goal and performing for the whole world became the well, goal. And it's, this is something I learned from the Black Twitter event. Is what's special about Black, Black, Black Twitter is not even the movements that mattered like Black Lives Matter which mattered greatly, but it's the what what I what I learned in the room that day is the value of the community for the community's own sake. 
yeah. uh, to have joy and sorrow in everyday life there and to feel a place of comfort. Uh, uh, and it's not one community. It's a bunch of communities. It's some people don't like each other. That came out, too. Uh, but that's so different from I got to speak to millions of people. That's a completely different experience. Yes, the Internet mm-hmm. for this. But it's mass mediated. Uh, my favorite stat in the Gutenberg parenthesis coming out in June. Uh, pre-order is available now. Um, is that before the uh, mechanization of print with steam powered presses and the linotype, the average circulation of a daily newspaper in the United States was 4,000. Which is and just so, about the uh, average number of active people in twit.social's Mastodon instance. Mm-hmm. That's exactly. almost exactly the exactly. same number. Yeah. Right, right. It's like a Dunbar number. Um, that's really interesting. So it, that's it the right, it, in other words, says, that's, that's kind the of right the right scale. number. Yeah. Yeah. 4,004 yeah. active users. So it's exactly wow. that. Number. Wow. That's phenomenal. <laughs> so Leo, have you, as the, as the iPhone user among us, unless, unless ants kind of get drawn into further into the Apple. Um, I don't know. He could. It's only a matter of time. I do not like iOS. Do not like uh, iOS. Stay there. Stay there, Ant. Uh, uh, Leo, have you signed up for the Blue Sky beta? Oh, let's talk about it. Yeah. Uh, I, I haven't been invited. I find out about it. I haven't been well, invited. You can sign up for it. You can, you can sign, sign up, up to be invited. Beta, but I don't you can know. sign up to be invited. I right. think right. Which and you I did sign that. up to be invited ages ago. Oh, you did okay. Yep. But I don't All think right. I've been invited. So this is Jack Dorsey's last act as CEO of Twitter. He he funded. Uh, I think he put ten million dollars into a research effort to come up with. Basically, Mastodon. Let's be honest, or the Fediverse protocol, a, a protocol-based open Twitter. Uh, it was money that he put in that even when Elon took over, Elon could not take back. So the blue sky has continued. I'm sure Elon's not thrilled about it. He didn't like Mastodon either, but it is now close to uh, being released. It's an invite-only beta in the App Store. Uh, so yeah, you know what? I guess I should go back in. And join it, but honestly, I feel like it's solving a problem that that doesn't exist, which is, you know, trying to create a fediverse. But a fediverse already exists. Mm. So, do we need a well, new? Well, the question is whether or not it 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 federates with the fediverse. Will be well, right now they have their own protocol, which is very similar to Activity Pub. Uh, yeah. it's, it was, it's like like Scuttlebutt when we had Rabble on, who by the yeah. way was also at the Black Order event. Oh, nice! He came all the way from New Zealand for it. Yeah, oh, that's wonderful. Lane Cook. It was, well, it was great. A, is, did you record this event? No, that's a sore point. Nope. I would. I think it. this is a shame because we. This is oh. something that I think the world should hear. It sounds like it was an amazing. Uh, I, I couldn't agree more. I was. I was told not to. Not by the group. Not by the group. Uh, by by my boss. But um. Uh, anyway, it was uh, we have a, we have a report on it coming out very soon, and, it's, and it was an amazing event. Um. But I think it's too soon to say that that activity pub or Mastodon or or, or hometown or anything is it. I think that if Jack comes along and invents uh, and and, and uh, um, I'm suddenly forgetting her name, the uh, the head of uh, Blue Sky, Jay Graber, um, invent new things, the world benefits, right? It's it, it, it be, and, and the same with Scuttlebutt. It becomes uh, uh, people find more good ideas in that kind of open environment. Well, let me. I haven't downloaded it, um, so I will download. You can. It. Well, let's see. It's in the App Store, which means you can, but you might have to. You might have to, yeah, have do, a code uh, in order to log yeah. in or whatever. Blue yeah. Sky Mobile. Is that it? No, that's a staffing service. Blue Sky oh. VPN. <laughs> no, that's a VPN. Oh. Uh, this is the problem. Blue Sky Social, see what's next. That sounds right. 
So let me download that. Oh, it's China. Yeah, it's China. This is, by the way, a big problem on the on the App Store. But I I think that is it. Yeah, Blue Sky Social. That's yeah, it. Yeah. Yep. See Let's open next. it. And see what's happening. Private beta. Create a new account. Sign in. Well, I don't. I I guess I could create a new account. Create a new account. Try to. Uh. Yeah. Oh. How do I get back? It says uh, private beta. The app is available for download, but you will need an invite code to create yes, an account. Invite code. Oh, okay. It's asking for an yeah. invite code. Uh, which I'm, you know, I did, you know, way back in the day. I just, I feel like um, we shouldn't dilute our efforts at this point. We've got ActivityPub. Nobody's saying ActivityPub um, isn't good. Yeah, I, I kind of agree. But then again, when we talked to Rabble about what he's doing with Scuttlebutt and Planetary, uh, there were all kinds of new ideas that were entirely different. Yeah, and, 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 and I think I that's agree. worthwhile. I agree. Uh, Rebel had, for instance, the idea of this portability, that your identity wasn't tied. Uh, you know, you had your own uh, public key identity, public-private key identity, which you could take with you. And also with the Maori, that it works offline yeah. in, a, in, a, in, a, in a closed network. Um, there's, there's, uh, no, I think, we, I think there's lots of room for development right now. So, yeah, I wonder uh, how I would... Get an invite. Well, if you're listening, I'd like an invite. <laughs> so would we all. Meanwhile, yeah, I'd also like an app for Android, just saying. Yeah. Hey, everybody. Leo Laporte here. I am the founder and one of the hosts at the Twit Podcast Network. I want to talk to you a little bit about what we do here at Twit, because I think it's unique. And I think for anybody who is uh, bringing a product or a service to a tech audience, you need to know about what we do here at Twit. We've built an amazing audience of engaged, intelligent, affluent listeners who listen to us and trust us when we recommend a product. Our mission statement as Twit is to build a highly engaged community of tech enthusiasts. Boy, already you should be your ears should be perking up at that because highly engaged is good for you. Tech enthusiasts, if that's who you're looking for, this is the place. We do it by offering them the knowledge they need to understand and use technology in today's world. And I hear from our audience all the time, part of that knowledge comes from our advertisers. We are very careful. We pick advertisers with great products, great services, with integrity, and introduce them to our audience with authenticity uh, and genuine enthusiasm. And that makes our host red ads different from anything else you can buy. We are literally bringing you to the attention of our audience and giving you a big fat endorsement. We like to create partnerships with trusted brands, brands who are in it for the long run, long-term partners that want to grow with us. And we have so many great success stories. Tim Broom, who founded IT Pro TV in 2013, started advertising with us on day one, has been with us ever since. He said, quote, we would not be where we are today without the Twit Network. I think the proof is in the pudding. Advertisers like IT Pro TV and Audible that have been with us for more than 10 years, they stick around because their ads work. And honestly, isn't that why you're buying advertising? You get a lot with Twit. We have a very full service attitude. We almost think of it as kind of artisanal uh, advertising, boutique advertising. You'll get a full service continuity team. People who are on the phone with you, who are in touch with you, who support you from with everything from copywriting to graphic design. So you are not alone in this. We embed our ads into the shows. They're not 
They're not added later. They're part of the shows. In fact, often they're such a part of our shows that our other hosts will chime in on the ad saying, yeah, I love that. Or just the other day, <laughs> one of our hosts said, man, I really got to buy that. <laughs> That's an additional benefit to you because you're hearing people our audience trusts saying, yeah, that sounds great. Uh, we deliver, always over deliver on impressions. So you know you're going to get the impressions you expect. The ads are unique every time. We don't pre-record them and roll them in. We are genuinely doing those ads in the middle of the show. Uh, we'll give you great onboarding services. Ad tech with pod sites that's free for direct clients. Gives you a lot of reporting, gives you a great idea of how well your ads are working. You'll get courtesy commercials. You actually can take our ads and share them across social media and landing pages. That really extends the reach. There are other free goodies, too, including mentions in our weekly newsletter that's sent to thousands of fans, engaged fans who really want to see this stuff. We give you bonus ads and social media promotion, too. So if you want to be a long-term partner, introduce your product to a savvy engaged tech audience visit twit.tv slash advertise check out those testimonials mark mccrary is the ceo of authentic you probably know him one of the biggest uh, original podcast advertising companies we've been with him for 16 years mark said the feedback from many advertisers over 16 years across a range of product categories everything from razors to computers is that if ads and podcasts are going to work for a brand they're going to work on Twitch shows. I'm very proud of what we do because it's honest, it's got integrity, it's authentic, and it really is a great introduction to our audience of your brand. Our listeners are smart, they're engaged, they're tech savvy, they're dedicated to our network. And that's one of the reasons we only work with high integrity partners that we've personally and thoroughly vetted. I have absolute approval on everybody. If you've got a great product, I want to hear from you. Elevate your brand by reaching out today at advertise at twit.tv. Break out of the advertising norm. Grow your brand with host red ads on twit.tv. Visit twit.tv slash advertise for more details. Or you can email us advertise at twit.tv if you're ready to launch your campaign now. I can't wait to see your product. So give us a ring. Have you tried? You've got a pixel there. Yeah. Have you tried that uh, Aliens <laughs> no. video that's supposed to crash the Pixel? No, I was worried. Uh, no, do it. Come Flo, on. Flo don't was talking it. about it. Oh, Jason, don't, no, don't let him do it. No, I'm not going to do it. Right, do it. Last time I did something like on. this on this show, I ended up getting myself kicked out of a Google account. <laughs> <laughs> Almost never got it recovered. Um, oh, gosh. Uh, there is a particular um, video. It is uh, an, a clip from Alien that was it's on an YouTube. HDR I, clip, right? I believe so. I think they've fixed it. Like, oh. I think they fixed it on the YouTube side, and then Google is pushing out a fix. I, I, well, let's so, quick. So it's alien. Which, which, how do I well, find it? That's a really great question. It's probably part of this. You know, I should just do a Google search, shouldn't I, and see, let's see here. if I can find a link. It is this clip. But nobody so responsible would put a link. Alien 4K HDR. Get out of there on Apex Clips. Alien Here's your 4K HDR. HDR get Get out, out of, of there. there. Apparently, the minute you start it, it crashes the, the whole phone, right? And, that one? Uh, With a well, skull? And Apex Clips, yep, that Apex would be Clips, it. all right. So you'd, so you'd go Can ahead and over the shoulder overhead? shot? we got to watch this crash. Maybe. <laughs> you think they fixed it? Yeah, I believe that they so have It says two it. years ago. 
It was posted. Um, it's 4K, yes, the same video. So we're HD. looking at the same video. This is the video that uh, was linked to from All right, you ready? Ars Technica. Okay. And the second it started playing, it was supposed to reboot your phone. So I think they, oh, fixed, they it, fixed it, whatever it, it was. But what did they find out why it? Yeah, what would have caused that? Well, my understanding, my brief understanding from last night is that there is suspicion that had something to do with an HDR codec. Um Huh. And something happening with this particular video with HDR. I, I beyond that, I have no clue. At least one person reported that not only did it reboot their phone, but they lost connectivity until they rebooted again, again a second time. Right. And Flo, um, Flo did not write about this for Gizmodo, Florence Ion, but she did experience this, and her oh, colleague wrote about okay. it. So you can kind of read her experience. It's either um, fixed or yeah, it doesn't impact all. Too bad, but, but it was. Uh, but this could I have th- been another great viral moment, like you <laughs> knocking yourself off Google, like me that sticking was, the pen the in upside oh, down that was the best. on my uh, Galaxy oh. Note. Oh well. yeah, but oh, you know, well. how long were you off, Jason? Before uh, your, out of my account, got you back on out yeah. of my Google account. I mean, all things considered, I think it was only a couple of days, but it was still. Scary. It was still scary. I mean, it, it was a yeah. situation that made me realize just how dependent upon my Google account I actually That's am, and how much I really lose if I lost access. Sunday, to it. we had a guy call. He uh, his family asked him to digitize all the family VHS tapes. He did. Oh, yeah. It included a uh, a video of him and his sister as kids in a in taking a bath or swimming or something naked. And Google determined it was a child porn. It wasn't obviously. And he has lost his accounts and business accounts, all of his accounts, boom, gone. Oh and the pro- and he's appealed and he's, but the problem is, you know, Google, it's hard to get any it really is. action out of them. Every once in a while, I get a, I get an email right very randomly from someone online to, you know, my personal account or my work account saying, Hey, I ran across your video on YouTube. This happened to me. How did you get it figured out? And I always hate, you know, to have to reply and be like, look, it's, I have connections. Yeah. Like because of what I do, I, I knew someone who was able to really help me and, yeah. That's probably not an option for you, and I'm so sorry. I wish I had right, a better answer. Right. Don't States. well. I don't be dependent. I get people who come to me about Dell computers. About 2005, what? I wrote Dell Hell, <laughs> and to this day, someone will come. To me, I'm having a problem. Yeah. Can you help me? Do you have a connection? No, I don't know. Dell Hell is that the name of the article or the book or? <laughs> oh, you don't know that story? No, I'm not certain that I know that you're Dell Hell story. I complained on my blog, this is before Twitter, uh, about my my laptop. I said, Dell sucks. And uh, then all kinds of things. I was accused of dropping the stock price of Dell, honestly, by 20%. Wow. Michael Dell came power. back to the that's company. Power, they started sir. their blog with Lionel Menchaca. They hired, they, they, they transferred a bunch of technicians to go solve bloggers' problems before they blew up. And this led to the whole kind of structure now of social media crisis management around companies and uh, and jerk customers like me. What? Wow. what <laughs> knowing you. <laughs> <laughs> well, all right. So was there really an issue? I mean, in, oh, yeah, in there hindsight, was, there was my yeah, there was. Dell hell, August 29th, 2005. I'm just a citizen, a consumer. A guy who has my own printing press. <laughs> I am obnoxious. I and I get to use it however I want. 
Oh, so this was on Buzz Machine. Dell lies. Yeah. Oh, yeah. The, the headline was Dell lies Twitter. and Dell sucks. Not my proudest moment. <laughs> <laughs> Not my most mature. Wow. Moment. Wow. Well, wow. good for you. <laughs> you know, one thing I realized, I, I was watching uh, TV. Somebody had passed away. And uh, it was the guy. Okay. So it was the guy who Dick Cheney shot in the face by accident. Oh, Right, he passed away a couple of maybe a few weeks ago. And the poor guy, this is his obit. That's right? the obit. Yeah. That's the obit. They don't talk about anything else. They don't talk about his life. It's just they the guy like Dick Cheney. He they? even it, he was the victim. He'd even do it. The guy Dick Cheney shot by accident. Oh. And I thought that's the problem. <laughs> yeah, Jeff, when you die, Del Hell, Del Hell. That was it. You yeah. had your moment. Yeah. That was my moment. What's, in fame, what's, yeah. what's mine going to be? Profe Senator Devil? I don't know. <laughs> no, 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 no. It's, no, it's going to be that you are a, a, a bad has a whole robot. A bad sheet. robot. Yeah, that's right. It'll be. Uh, yeah, that's true. We do have it all written down. Uh, here's, here's Jeff. There you go. That's it. Yeah, it might be that I was a Dev Null. That would Thank be, you, that would be depressing. Yeah, yeah. that yeah. would be depressing. Yeah. You may remember him as that crappy animated thing on Nemesis. <laughs> <laughs> oh, Lord. Pissed off uh, Soledad O'Brien regularly. Yeah. So uh, we should probably do a little Twitter update. Elon right now is on stage talking about master plan number three. Boy. It's funny. When his first master plan came out, I was very impressed. We talked a lot about it. Master plan two as well. He was executing. You know, it was things like, Create a high-priced electric vehicle to support the creation of an affordable electric vehicle to save the planet. It was stuff like that. It was great. Uh, I don't know if people are as quite as interested in Master Plan 3. <laughs> like, maybe the bloom is off the rose a little bit, but we'll, we'll give you an update as soon as it's released. I don't know if they've, if they've done it yet. Meanwhile, uh, Elon is still running Twitter, although... According to Platformer, they're the they're the that's going to by the way be in Casey whispers. that's going to be in Casey Newton's obituary. Yeah. <laughs> Is he he followed the Twitter uh, collapse in the mid twenty twenties? Uh, according to Zora Schiffer and Casey Newton, what's been going on at Twitter might give you some hint about the next CEO. So, <laughs> clearly AI generated Bluebird. Yep. Yep, Dali. Okay. Dali. That's great. Yep. No surprise. Um, so, Davis, who was currently CEO of the Boring Company, loaned himself out to Twitter when Elon bought it. It turned out he was one of that gang and has emerged as one of Musk's top lieutenants. Even he had just, he and his wife had just had a baby, and I think he was bringing the newborn to Twitter. Big layoffs. Uh, yeah, another they were sleep, sleeping in the office. If I yeah. if I read, read that correctly, or, just another, had a new baby, and the family was sleeping in the can office. Can you believe that? Another. <laughs> that's a little more dedication than totally. anybody. Totally, I I thought the same thing. Um, yeah. Another round of layoffs on Saturday. Another two hundred employees, including some so, big names. Uh, Esther Crawford is the one most people talked about she was the one who was sleeping in the office posted exactly. on twitter the picture of her in a sleeping bag uh, with a hashtag charge of uh, blue yeah hashtag uh, live where you work or sleep where you work which no, is not a good no, hashtag never Bad don't hashtag. normalize that but also yeah. leah culver uh, who i have huge respect for she was uh, in charge of twitter spaces uh, a, a serial startup person 
did some really interesting stuff. I think she did Pounce, right? Which was a Twitter uh, competitor in the early days. Oh, yeah. Uh, all pounce, all people pounce. on the do not fire list. Uh, Martin DeKuyper, who was the creator of Review, the newsletter program Twitter bought and then uh, under Elon has uh, deprecated, has gotten rid of. Uh, the thought is, according to Platformer, it was going to be so expensive to pay them out that they were on a do not fire list. Uh, but there's uh. some some suspicion that perhaps Elon isn't planning on paying them out. Mm. <laughs> Bankruptcy. <laughs> yeah. Or can't you know. afford. Yeah. The company's head of sales, Chris Reedy, cut. Um, What's to sell? And all all of this under uh, the uh, guidance of, of Davis. So there's some suspicion that Davis is the guy Elon is thinking uh, is going to take it over. Although I'd hate to be, it's very much like the Politburo under Stalin. You know, uh, okay, here's the next round of loyalists who are, I'd hate to be the next one in line. Right, beyond that. Yeah. Do you ever learn? I made it this time. Oh, I'm invincible. It just hasn't gotten to you yet. In December, the information reported that Musk tasked Davis with cutting half a billion in costs. Instead, he cut close to a billion, all while sleeping in the office with his partner and their newborn child. There you go. His success in bringing down costs by any means necessary has led to growing speculation internally that Musk will choose him to be the next CEO, says Zoe Schiffer and Casey Newton. Uh, has uh, it, uh, Father Robert uh, tweeted today that uh, Twit.Social has been more reliable in the last six months than Twitter. Is that the case? Has Twitter been <laughs> Twitter was down for a lot of people, right? Uh, and then the, the timeline wasn't loading. There have been some issues, yes? I oh, haven't had any accessibility know. issues like that with Twitter. Okay. Um, I've noticed a ton of notifications. Like I had to mute. I basically muted all Twitter notifications because suddenly it just ramped up. I was getting uh. a ton out of nowhere. Um, like a lot of promotional, like, oh, in case you missed it sort of things. Just seeing, It's very pluggy when I log into it. It's like, oh, it, it really wants to be smart and tell me what I want to see. And that has changed significantly. So maybe that's part of the reason why I'm not using it as much. But I haven't I haven't seen it being like, um, you know, seen it broken in any in any real major way. I haven't encountered that. Which I, I'm kind of surprised about because I, I expected with all of the layoffs that things would get really uh, choppy. And I have that hasn't necessarily been my experience so far. Uh, Elon Musk's defense, according to Siva Vijanathan, of Scott Adams shows why he is misguided and dangerous. Uh, when Adams makes a fool, Scott Adams, the creator of Dilbert, makes a oh. fool of himself, he mainly just harms himself, but Musk has the power to harm. Others said Siva. Uh, Scott Adams lost his uh, syndication for the Dilbert comic strip after a, a racist uh, video on YouTube. But uh, Elon's kind of been supportive. And Elon also has you know, been he's, accused he's, of racism, I might add. Well, you can, as, as somebody said on Twitter, you can take Elon out of South Africa, but you can't take the South Africa yeah, out of Elon. Yeah. Um, <laughs> wow. Yeah, Musk said, I don't agree with everything Scott says, but Dilbert is legit funny and insightful. We should stop canceling comedy. Eh, actually, Dilbert's not that funny. Uh, no, but okay. The Dilberito uh, was a, a funny thing, but no. Yeah. Uh, he, uh, Musk also uh, said, uh, you know, 
let's see. Uh, the, the media is racist. Okay. Yeah, that was the other thing he did. Uh, that's yeah. great. Okay. Musk said without Evans for a very long time, U.S. media was racist against non-white people. Now they're racist against whites and Asians. Same thing happened with elite colleges and high schools in America. Maybe they could try not being racist. It's he's interesting. Just, he's just purely out of out of white supremacy land. Pure. Yeah. Uh, Musk agreed with a tweet saying Adam's comments weren't good, but had an element of truth. By the way, this oh. is what racists always said. In fact, it's what exactly. racists always think. Racists never say I'm I'm a racist. They don't even think they're racist. They just say no. One I'm just my telling best the truth. Is black. Yeah. I'm just telling <laughs> the yeah, truth. Right. Yeah. Exactly. <laughs> yeah. I'm really close friends with black person. Uh, uh, obviously. Jeez. And of course, Elon's uh, tweets in support of um, Scott Adams were responded to by Scott Adams, <laughs> yeah. uh, saying thank you, Elon. So he's still on Twitter. Elon Musk. Meanwhile, Elon's. Go ahead. Go ahead. Well, you're going to say the same thing, thing I am. Yeah, you go. You're He's going to build his own AI that is not is not too woke. Chat GPT is too woke, and we're going to build an AI that's not woke. This is according to the information. We're going to dial back the wokeometer. Uh, he the recruited a team. You'd have to be an idiot to go to work for Elon, but he recruited a oh. team to develop OpenAI rival. Uh, okay, fine. Who are you going to get? With what money? Where's the money to do that? Oh, wait a minute. He's the richest. Like, you know, this is the thing. People talk about, oh, it's going bankrupt. He's spending all his money. He's still, the, he's now once again the richest man in the world. Has something like $197 billion. He could lose all $44 billion and still be in the top 10 richest people in the world. He's not at risk of anything. Nope. Well, but Tesla stock, it's, well, but he's losing more than $44 billion. He's leveraged 40. it all on Tesla stock, which exactly. is problematic, mm -hmm. yeah. That's somebody was saying to me that one of our students was saying to me the other day is I said, I think that Twitter will go bankrupt and the banks will own it for 13 billion. They said, yeah, but so much of Tesla is mortgaged on it. Elon's uh, tweet uh, about censoring, uh, you know, chat GPT wouldn't uh, tell a joke in the style of it would, t would tell a joke in the style of Jerry Seinfeld, but would not tell a joke in the style of Dave Chappelle. Which is weird, but okay. Uh, some people said that's just because it's not as good. You can't, can't, you can't do it. But he, Elon said, you know, we need, we need, uh, what was it? We need a uh, non-woke uh, GPT, chat GPT. Another instance in response to a user asking open CEO Sam Altman to turn off the woke settings for GPT. Musk replied saying the danger of training AI to be woke, in other words, lie, is deadly. Now, one thing I got to point out: there's no definition of woke. Woke is well, you just they're saying things I disagree with, right? Woke started in Black America. I know that's yeah, ironic. Co-opted. It's ironic. Yeah. It's not just ironic. No, it's on purpose. It's on purpose. You co-opt the language of right. your opponent. Yeah, mm -hmm. yeah. Uh, Mozilla is uh, leading Mammoth's pre-seed funding. Mammoth is an ast Mastodon app. Which I actually don't like very much. Uh, oh, you don't? Oh. No, on uh, it's on macOS, but I guess it's also on iOS. Uh, it was originally built on iOS. Uh, I, yeah, I think it's a terrible app, frankly, and I don't understand why you need one on the Mac since you could just use the browser, which is much better. Uh, but again, if if it's a venture capital funded effort in the Fediverse, eh, I'm going to be inherently uh, 
biased against it because I am woke. <laughs> just, just telling you right now. The devil is woke. The devil woke. You're a communist. The devil is woke. <laughs> Devil's woke. There we go. Show title. Show title. Devil is woke. Uh, what does woke mean, Aunt? And is it being uh, woke up? Uh, I'm the wrong person to ask because apparently I'm not woke enough either <laughs> you know, as a black man. I get a lot of crap thrown at me and people oh, really? at me because I don't always agree with some of the stuff that that's said in the quote woke community and stuff like that because uh, some things don't make sense to me. Is the know? is the and, premise uh, if if you're asleep you're not aware of systemic racism but once you wake up yeah, you're aware right. of it. Right, because so then you're granted. Woke. I live in the world in this world, and I know that racism exists. Um, I've experienced racism, but I'm the I'm probably one of the few black folks that you're going to meet that says, you know what? Not everything that that happens to me on a bad note is because of racism. Some things is my bad decisions. Yeah, you know that seems so, fair. Mm-hmm. I would. I am not, not woke when I I'm, say stuff like I that. I would. So. I would never dream to say anyone is woke or unwoke. I don't. I don't even like that word, to be honest with you. So yeah, I, I don't really. It's got like I, said, I don't even really get into it too often because most of the time they people yeah. just not for me to say black people well, how you should feel. Aunt. Yeah, right. For that's the record, right. the origin is in police, police brutality. That's where the origin. Oh, well, origin is police brutality. Yeah, yes, Benito says. Oh, I'm sorry, I missed. Oh, okay. I didn't understand. Thank you, Mr. Benito. So it's not about systemic racism. It's waking up to police brutality, Benito. Something along those lines. That's okay. where it started. That's where the origin is from. I'm going to have to uh, take it over. Check the Urban Dictionary on this. So the the expert at this is Meredith Clark, who's also an expert in Black Twitter. Uh, I put up something on the bottom of the I'm rundown. I'm so sad that your um, Black Twitter event yeah. is not somewhere saved. Tell me about it. And I know he's feeling it. Here's uh, here's what the Neva AI says: Being woke is defined as being aware of social and political issues, particularly those related to racism. And social injustice, it's also used to describe somebody who's conscious of the disparities between different demographics and socioeconomic standings. Yep. Someone's pretentious about how much they care about a social issue. Uh, that's the other side of it. Finally, it's used to describe someone who's asleep and uncritically accepting whatever nonsense social science professors dream up to advance Marxist goals. Oh, wow. That's the, uh, that's the other side of it. Yeah, um, that's the everything that's been piled onto what right. Yes. Right. 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 Um, boy, uh, now that f- Neva result was that the AI summarizing or yeah. was that a clip? Okay. That was the AI summarizing. Interesting. Uh, it was officially added to the dictionary in 2017. It's. I think this is one of the things it was summarizing. All right. Anyway, enough. 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 Should we do a quick change log? Let's do it. Sure. What the hey? The Google change log. This is one of those weeks where I was like, God, I'm not finding much. And then suddenly oh, I found there's a lot. A ton. There's a ton in here. Mr. So. Changelog, you Go. should be doing this, not me. <laughs> Go ahead. Uh, okay. Uh, new changes coming to, to Android. A lot of minis- like miniature changes, things like a Google Keep Note widget uh, for storing like a single note on your home screen and, you know, always adding to or removing from it, whatever. Um, some Wear OS shortcuts for Keep. Uh, Chrome getting 300% zoom, uh, which 
You know, this is one of those updates where it's like here's it was timed with Mobile World Congress, and we talked about it a little. Oh, bit Oh, that's last why there's so much on all that Android. Yeah. It's like here's a bunch of announcements, but they're all like really small, right? <laughs> so yeah. right. it's kind of silly. And know? this is for the current Android, or is this the next edition? No, to be, this these are updates that that hit. Uh, I think everyone on Android oh, okay. because it's done through Google Play services. So oh, you're not okay. waiting for a major OS update. This okay. just kind of happens. Google's announced these. Some of them may be, you know, in progress and some of them already rolled out. Noise Google cancellation Drive. and meet. That's good. Yeah. Noise cancellation. PDF animation and drive. Emoji kitchen combos. A fast pair coming to Chromebooks. This was announced. Oh yeah, that quite a while this is ago. for Jeff. Yeah, that's finally kind of like what happens on a Mac, where you open up your Bluetooth headphones and yeah. it just goes. I see that. I mean, you use. I mean, with a, with a phone, I I interact with um, fast pair a lot, and it's awesome. Love it when it works. Yep. Um, and it works pretty well now. So <laughs> okay, <laughs> awesome when well, it works. That. That's right. <laughs> Uh, am I doing the rest of these or I'm, I'm happy to well, do Well, you know, you just checked off three out of the list, which is good. Yeah. Android's adding support for e... Why don't we trade it off? I'll do one, you okay. do one. Okay. Android's adding support for eSIM transfer between devices. I didn't know it didn't have that. eSIM is really a, a revolution in how smartphones work. So that means you can have an account. In fact, I, I, I kind of did it already. I had an account on my Pixel 6... Then I got the Samsung Ultra, mm-hmm. and in theory, I could have eSIMed, just you just know, transfer transferred it over, over. Yeah. and then I let, and then you've got the uh, Samsung for review, so I could have transferred it back, that kind of thing. Instead right, of but instead we have the physical you one, and so we end up using that. It's, it's it's all done in software. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's all done in software. And you know, actually, you if you have Google Fi account, it kind of does that for you anyway. When I got the Samsung Ultra, it says complete the activation, install Fi. Oh. Because oh, I'm a fine user. You need to put in a SIM. Yeah. That's nice. Yeah, I've got Mint. Uh, so I've got the physical They also SIM. support eSIM, though. They can do the no, same thing. No, they too. have eSIM. I yeah. have eSIM I just, for Mint. Yeah. For, I mean, Our sponsor, it, yeah. For whatever reason, I I feel more comfortable having the physical SIM. You know, it's just so easy to look at it and be like, I want this and you that You Luddite. Boom. <laughs> I'm done. You're, you're such no, a Luddite. I know, right? I, I'm becoming a Luddite as I get older, apparently. Um, let's see here. This one I'm not super familiar with. Chrome is uh, has improved memory use and battery life on the MacBook. We so talked Google's about done- this yesterday on Mac Break Weekly. Mm-hmm. Chrome is notorious pig. Well, yes, it is. On, on Macs. No question. And uh, so they're on trying Windows to get a little... Too. Is it really? Yeah. <laughs> yes. So they talked about some things like the tabs, they can sleep them faster. iFrames, they'll sleep uh, there, you know, there is a uh, power uh, setting on Chrome, which only gains you 30 minutes. But they claim uh, on a MacBook Pro, uh, 14 inch, you can get a uh, 17 hours of, you know, video time. Okay, that's nice. Nice watching videos for 17 hours. Yeah. All right. That's yeah, about as long for all as, those times that I'm watching videos yeah. for 17 hours. Yeah, as absolutely. long as a baseball game, I think. Is what <laughs> yeah, they're right, a little bit longer. <laughs> Just a smidge. Waymo starting autonomous testing in L.A. with no human driver. Waymo, didn't they announce, was it Waymo? Or no, it was Cruise that announced a million hours without a... Yeah, uh, it was Cruise. That's amazing. Um, everywhere now you start. So I said earlier in the show that, you know, full self-driving was a kind of AI that hasn't taken off, but I guess it really has. In some ways it is. Yeah. yeah. Not taken off in the way of we're all riding around in vehicles every day that are driving themselves. But this is where it begins, right? This right. is where that, that trend begins. Oh, it was Waymo. Waymo, one million miles with no was human it? driver. Oh, 
on public roads. Uh, so that's a lot. They have even more with a safety driver, 8 million miles. Mm. Now, they also revealed that they'd had a couple of accidents, bunch of fender benders. But for a million miles, that's a lot better than a human. Absolutely. Why doesn't Waymo get as much press as Tesla? Because you, you can buy a jerk. Tesla. You can't. Uh, yeah, Waymo's limited true. to a few markets. Phoenix, yeah. like a concept San Francisco, car. L.A. Uh, and so that's why. I think most people don't have any experience. I don't know. I've never ridden but, in a Waymo. Have you? Nope. You've never you, been in a but Waymo. But you, you raise a really important point because Waymo actually does it. When Tesla just keeps on promising it. Well, Tesla's kind of admitted in filings that it's what so-called full self-driving is level two driver assist, which isn't really much. Yeah. So we now know that's just a marketing term when Tesla. You know, we talk about regulation, and I and I sound like a libertarian in these moments when we do. If you're going to regulate anything, self-driving cars seems to be the thing you'd want to regulate from the get-go. Yeah. Yeah. Well, they are technically. It's well, just the way, the way Musk gets away with stuff. They haven't done it aggressively. Turning yeah. crap on. A lot of people complain about NHTSA, which sets the national standards that they've kind of, the National Highway Transportation and Safety Administration has kind of given, up to now, given Tesla a free pass. Not so much these days. They're getting more serious about it. But they should never have been allowed to call it autopilot. Mm-mm. So that was, that's not good. No, agreed. What else you got? Uh, Magic Eraser, a defining feature of the Pixel devices, coming to Google One subscribers via the Photos, the Google Photos app. So it's not limited to Everybody Pixel gets devices it. with a te- uh, Tensor chip. You get Magic Eraser That's and you right. get Magic Eraser. Even iPhone users yep. on Photos get Magic Eraser. You can do we get it? Have we, do we have it yet? Should um, I try it? Oh, uh, it says uh, starting on Thursday. Thursday. So that would be tomorrow. It's going to be rolling out to Google One subscribers using the Google Photos app. But yeah, that's Android, that's iOS, all Pixel users, not just as it's been limited to the six and the seven so far. So nice. There you that's go. Pretty cool. Remove uh, items from your photos to your heart's content. Uh, <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I would. Yeah. It's a feature that I never use. Does it work? But no, you don't use it. I mean, I never think to use I I just don't spend a whole lot of it time editing photos well. on my phone, I guess, you know. I it mean, works fairly well to yeah. be Lightroom does this affinity phone. photo a lot of programs do it, right? Yes, sir. I'm I would still lean on my trusty Photoshop for some stuff, but oh, for sure. I've played around with it recently and, you know, like say I wanted to take a picture of the living room or something, but Kylo was sitting there. Right. So I'll erase Kylo, but Kylo's shadow is still there. So now I need Damn, to go back man, in and fix the shadows, you know, and then you're hoping that it fit, gets that right. And sometimes it doesn't always do it. But the average consumer would totally be fine with the results that that happen, you know. But me, on the other hand, I'm probably just going to go into Photoshop and yeah. fix what I need to fix. Yeah. It, you know, I have to say uh, it'll be on uh, iPhones, but and maybe this will be fixed, but Google Photos can't handle the iPhone format, the hike High efficiency. Oh, the heath. Oh, heath. interesting. High efficiency. High efficiency. I don't think it can. Oh, wait a minute. As a Google One member, you get access to extra editing features. Uh, so maybe they did add that capability. Maybe it's their own. And app. a quick tip. The Magic Eraser, depending on what you're trying to erase, it works best when you zoom in and then do the eraser. Oh, okay. Uh, 
Yeah, I have a bunch of stuff because I'm a Google One subscriber, but not yet Magic Eraser. I'm not coming tomorrow. iPhone, maybe. Yeah. Nice. Uh, do, but I already had that, didn't I? Already have that on the Pixel. Yeah, you, already, you would already have it on your Pixel. Yeah, yeah. The seven, the six, the six A. Um, you know, and and on the Pixel, God, I think it's integrated into the camera, not necessarily the Photos app. Limited raw oh, yeah, support. It even says. I shoot a lot in raw. I probably shouldn't shoot so much in raw. Um, you got to be eating up your photos, cloud storage. Ah, what the hell! You know what? I still That's have one free, of those things. Free we unlimited original support on Amazon Photos, so I just upload oh, to Amazon okay. as well. Well, there you go. And then um, I think I don't have to upload the originals, or I can't upload the originals on Photos. Right? It has unlimited. You have to turn it on if you. I don't know. Turn well, it on. Yeah. Yeah, it, it they might Google might try and, and opt you into original uh, size by default the first time you launch the app. Right, so you'd have to say. So you just you know specific. you either do that or I think they call it high quality, which is like a lower res but high enough in my opinion. How often For am I pulling photos out of my photo reel and, and blowing it up to a right. wall size image? Like I'm yeah, never exactly. doing that. So who cares? Magic eraser, there it is. Yeah, tap to erase highlighted suggestions. Click or brush to erase more. Yeah, it doesn't have any suggestions because this is a perfect fit photo. Like, this is amazing. But let's let's that. erase my wife. I dare you to try to erase her. I dare you. <laughs> no, don't do that. No, no, no. Oh, oh boy, for that one just circle it. She. Oh, just circle it for that for that instance. Circling would work totally fine. Oh, because well, we'll see what see. it does. Ah! Oh, it's a ghost. She's almost that. gone. What am I gonna do? Okay, so circle it. Yeah, and then. Uh, well, that's well. Well, but now yeah, I can do some. I, would I do additional? And then you fine tune it by brushing things. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, look at that! It's like she never existed. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, Lisa. Right now she's doing the same to you. She's mad now. She's <laughs> right now you should be ducking, this. sir. She's, she's erasing your phone that, number though. from her phone. Look at that. There's her shadow, but there's no. <laughs> right. Wow. That's cool. Yeah, there you go. Cancel. I didn't want to do that. Discard. I love my beautiful. But there are plenty of pictures that I would like to erase some people yeah. in. You know, oh, oh, she told me. Okay. She said, this is a good picture of these two guys with their solo cups on the rocks. But she said, I should erase this guy. Yeah. And just keep so the just other circle. one. Yeah, let's try it. Let's try it. <laughs> they don't know they're being erased. Zoom in first, she said. <laughs> Zoom in first. Zoom in just a little. But, on but at first, I have one. to pick it right. Tool. It's under tools. Yeah. Magic eraser. Okay, it's going right. to suggest. It has no suggestion. But now I want to zoom, zoom in, in just a little and just Not erase. That far. Yeah, and then yeah. circle. Because he wanted to still think about the. He didn't know he'd be pixels. a. Oh my Whoa. god! Yeah. Would Where you did even he go? Know? Would you even know if you didn't know? Oops. Undo right. that one. So now, when you zoom out and look at it. It, it it's like he never was there. That was right. awful. They, they, they should have named yeah. the tool Stalin. Yeah, Stalin. Look at that. There you go. Now it's like actually it is a better picture. Yeah. Just so for, for most people, that's totally going to work. No kidding. Fake news. <laughs> wow. Deep fake. Well, now what I could do is save a copy. Yeah. So yep. I have the original. Wow. So you have the original with that random guy. So I do it. And then, <laughs> let's see. There's there's, there's two guys there. Guy. Two guys there. Yep. And go here? No. No. One guy. No more. Random guy. That's gone. pretty good. 
Yeah. Okay. Yeah. That's pretty easy. That's nice. Now you'll be able to do that. Uh, uh, if more people will subscriber. be able to more do that. People. That's right. Yeah. Yeah. Gmail client side encryption now available to more businesses. Don't get your hopes up. This is not encrypted email, mm. right? Um, no. Although it does hide it from Google. Google. The feature makes it so even Google itself can't see the contents of the emails it's hosting with data but being encrypted before. Can. It's that plausible right. deniability. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> customers have sole control over their encryption keys. So that's, yeah, you know what? That's good. Even And users can encrypt emails they're sending within their organization as well as emails they're sending to other parties, even if the recipient doesn't use Gmail. Well, I wonder what they're using for the encryption. Well, interesting. Hmm. Hmm. Client-side encryption for Gmail. And even Google can't see what you're doing. That's a Google Workspace feature. I think that's good, yeah, right? Of course. Turn that sucker on. Yeah, until encryption is illegal, let's uh, go all in on it. So, and, and, and I think people know this. The data is encrypted at rest on Google servers and in transit between Gmail accounts, but the keys aren't held by you. They're held by Google. Mm -hmm. So if they were mm -hmm. subpoenaed or whatever, they still would have access to it. Wow. So all they're really doing is handing the keys over to the client and saying, we don't have them. We don't have them. Out of our hands. Well, speaking of your hands and things being in or out of them, the Pixel Watch, that was a horrible segue, um, <laughs> will have... A for uh, effort, Jason. A thank for you. Effort. Sometimes it feels right to try and segue. Um, fall detection coming to your Pixel Watch. This was something that we've known about for a while. We could have now, used that getting out of the studio, Leo. Yeah. <laughs> you know, my Apple Watch did not it say did not. you've just taken a fall. But the other day I was making the bed and it said, did you just fall? No, I was fluffing. I was merely fluffing. So the worst thing so. is, so at first you'll say, did you just fall? If you, if you don't see it or feel the buzz, it will then go, whoop, whoop, calling 911. No, really, so far I've been able to stop it, but it, it happens more yeah, than it ought to. Kind of frightening, actually. Yeah. What's uh, the uh, push-ups you do Aunt, where you have barbells and you lift one and then you put it in and you do the other one like that? That's you doing a bent over row, something like that. You push up, something with it, something, and uh, that's the something one that like sets that. it off every time I put down the when I put down the dumbbell, and it goes working on those oh, lats. Yeah, get my lats. I was just fluffing Google. Okay, so now you too and Pixel Watch owners will have that fine experience. There you go. Finally, your Google Docs are about to look a little bit different. Did you put this in here? I, Is that I, a change log, really? I don't know. Sometimes I don't know. A small refresh. Oh, okay. Well, yeah. <laughs> little material three I design. I could have put that in early on when I didn't have many things, and then that's know, probably didn't, it. Didn't trim it out. That's and what I'm that's it on. the Google <laughs> change log. Now you know. Now you know. It's him. It's yep. all. It's all him. It's all he me. Does, well, it's the me. Good work. And then sometimes you you go off the rails and you take uh, chat room suggestions. We don't. For some reason, we we wait a minute. Wait a minute. Do we have a scooter exchange log? I don't know. It's Let's see here. It's pretty active. Bullet group. Motorola Defy satellite link. Motorola Defy satellite link unveiled at Motor Mobile World Congress. So so just for the chat room, change log has to be Google related. That's that's the, the Motorola don't count. Yeah, Motorola's not a not a Google. Nope, not What's anymore. Nope. Used yeah, to be. not anymore, right. Once upon a <laughs> oh, time. Oh wait a minute, here it is. <laughs> He's here, got a bunch. Here's in the here. Scooter X one. 
I'll just read the titles. YouTube help form disables posting and new comments changes planned. Android 14 will bring passkey support for Dashlane and other apps. Android 13 QPR 2 beta gets final feedback survey before launch. LumaFusion Video Editor now fully available for Android and Chrome OS. And you can now access Google Tasks on the web without using Gmail's sidebar. Thank you. You've done better, Scooter That's the Scooter X change log. There we go. Thank you, Scooter X. All right. Get ready. Your picks of the week are next on our agenda. Uh... But first, I want to plug the club just briefly. First of all, before I go into that, just thank you, club members, because you make so much possible here. And increasingly, we're having a hard time, frankly, selling ads. Uh, It's not just us. Everybody is seeing a downturn in podcast ad sales. But unlike NPR, which can, you know, fire 10% of its staff when it's down $300 million in ad sales, uh, we don't want to do that. So that's why two years ago, uh, during COVID, Lisa created Club Twit, and it has been a boon. Thank you. Club Twit is 7 bucks a month. That's all it is. You get ad-free versions of all the shows. You get special shows we don't put out in public on the Twit Plus feed, like Hands-On Macintosh with Micah Sargent, Paul Thorat's Hands-On Windows, The Untitled Linux Show with Jonathan Bennett, The Giz Fizz with Dick D. Bartolo, Stacy's Book Club. We get so much extra stuff. Ants put together a bunch of great events coming up. I think Samable Samad. Is, uh, is this Thursday, right? Um, that is correct, In sir. the club. That's going to be AMA. fantastic. A uh, little AMA with Sam. He's our car guy. Stacy's Book Club is coming up next month. Uh, Victor will be the uh, the uh, under the microscope in our Inside Twit chat. He's one of our great editors. Alex Wilhelm, who you probably know well from Twit. He's been on for years. Uh, just had a baby. You're going to do an AMA with Alex. And then Sean Powers from Floss Weekly. There's a lot of fun also in this Discord. I mean, I think the Discord is really more than just talking about the shows. It's all the stuff that you're interested in. In fact, we've got to add, let me do that right now, an AI section. I, I feel like we, we should have an AI section. We should have an AI. Heck yeah, we should. AI, baby. What, what should I just call it? AI? Yeah. Okay. It's That's... text. We're going to create a channel. Look at that. That's how easy it is. Oh. And uh, I have to alphabetically sort it so i'll drag it up to well, the yeah, top. i was gonna say where is it that's Way how easy it is for us <laughs> yeah you can't do it but that's okay right. because ant is very active and so if you have a request there's a request channel you can add it so there you go there's our ai channel see uh i'll tell you what it should be wait 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 how did beer get above ai how did how beer get not above, above ai <laughs> how is it not above ai <laughs> Are you serious now? <laughs> oh, my God. AI is already alive. It's alive. Uh, that's why we love the club, because the people in the Discord are club members, and it's and it's just a great community to hang out in. Uh, we also, uh, I should add, have uh, stuff that, you know, uh, we like before and after the shows. There's just a whole bunch of content that we don't have a place to put. It all goes into the club. And it's just, I think, a great way to support what we do. I really appreciate it. And uh, I think you get the benefits of it. Seven bucks a month. If you're not yet a club member, and you're not because you're hearing this, I guess, uh, please do me a favor and go to twit.tv slash club twit and sign up. You can buy it for a whole year, 84 bucks. By the way, I should point out, when you do that, single-handedly, you are guaranteeing another 12 months of shows. Because we can't stop now. 
You've paid for oh, shows true. through Yay. March first, twenty twenty four. We have I to book do it. Sell, thank you. Yeah. So by signing up for a year, you're in a way single handedly extending the life of Twit by an entire year. <laughs> wow. How about that? Talk <laughs> about power. That always resets by the next person that buys the year subscription. Oh yeah, whoever bought yeah. it last so, adds you know, another five minutes or whatever. We're gonna be here forever. Twit. Uh, <laughs> we're not going anywhere. Well, I will tell you this: it'll be the canary if it goes away. <laughs> then you know you got one year. The clock is ticking. Oh boy! Twi it, we hope we don't have to do that, honestly. Uh, but we don't have, you know, we don't have deep pockets. We don't have, you know, government funding. We don't have VC funding. Uh, I'm basically spending every penny I have to keep this thing on the road. So <laughs> help us out a little bit. Just you know, gas. Grass or cash? No one rides for free. <laughs> I think is is the slogan. I, I think I heard something like that yeah. before, but I can't I can't exactly remember the bumper sticker. <laughs> Twit that's that what you heard in the mean streets of Petaluma. <laughs> <laughs> it's our new slogan for the club. I like it. Gas, grass, yeah. or cash. No one rides for free. So, Leo, go back to the state to the Discord screen you just showed a minute ago. I wanted to scroll down. There was a neat illustration. Not scroll. that. No, scroll, <laughs> scroll where you were. I, I didn't see it on my screen. I don't know why. Keep going. It was somebody sitting at a desk with pictures over it. Oh, uh, yeah. That's Mr. Nielsen's handy. There we go. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, that's amazing. There you are, Jeff. The old, yeah. the young Jeff. There's Ant. There's Leo. And, uh, this should have that lo-fi tunes going on in the background. Yeah, right. How did you do that, Mr. Nielsen? <laughs> he uh, he is a master. I think it's Stable Diffusion, right? Anthony's uh, really good. Yeah, you know what? We now did you see that somebody got Stable Diffusion running on a phone fully? Yeah, I have what? it on phone on my iPhone on your phone. Wow. Yeah, I've had it for some time offline. Wow. Yeah. I thought, on, I thought you had it on a computer. No. Wow. Well, I have it on a computer too, but I also have it on the phone. And the reason you can do that is because the models aren't that big. And the iPhone no. has a neural processing unit. I mean, uh, the, you forget how powerful these things are in our pocket. Yeah. Right? Uh, what was it called? I have to I have to f remember what it was called. It would probably be in my pictures, my my uh, pictures thing. But where is that? Not productivity, that's for sure. <laughs> <laughs> the opposite of productivity. Um, maybe it's in photos. Oh yeah, it is. Draw things it's called. It's uh it's so oh nope, nope. Yep. <laughs> so it's this is a paper cut Christmas card that I I I drew with draw things. If you've used stable diffusion, you'll recognize the interface. That's the stable diffusion interface. Yeah. And you can uh you can add different um uh where is it? Here it is. You can add different models. So it has a lot of the uh, stable diffusion models versions. But it also has, you know, Cyberpunk and Tron, and there's an Open Journey style, Elden Ring style. So these are just the models. Now they're they're fairly big. You wouldn't add a whole bunch of them. Let me add uh, Elden Ring. Oh no, I think I already have that. Need to download the selected model over the network. Proceed, and it is as they all are, 1.6 gigs. But that model is now on the phone, and the phone actually works pretty fast, almost as fast as it would on a GPU based wow. uh, system. Wow, yeah, it's impressive. impressive. Draw things. It's called. It's free. It's a stable diffusion for the iPhone. That's been out for a while. Uh, all right. Picks of the week. Picks. Now, Jason, yeah. you you don't have to do a pick. You're a last no, minute. I, I have one in there. All right. Yeah. What is it? 
Well, I just thought I would kind of throw a bone for uh, the app Artifact. I don't know if that's been uh, been talked about uh, much. Do, only peripherally, and I'm actually glad you brought it up. I've been meaning to. This is by Kevin System, the guy who started uh, Instagram and his partner. Yeah, yeah. And I think it was just like a couple of weeks ago that they really opened it up and allowed everybody to kind of get in and start using it. We talked about it a little bit on All About Android last night. And I think the general comparison, comparison or consensus by us on the panel last night was that it's hard to tell right now what is different between Artifact, which is like a they're they're billing it as like an AI driven social news aggregator, right? Like here are the news items that are that are happening right now that uh you would like or you would be interested in. And it's hard for me to really tell the differences between what Artifact is doing and what something like Google News is doing. Because I use the Google News app on, on Android quite a bit. And Google, of course, is making the same determinations on the back end as far as what news it thinks. Um, Whoa, what's up, Bill? My friend Bill Gross. I was just about to share this to you. Well, so, it's billionaire. That's different Bill Gross. Oh, okay. And it's the New York Post. That's, that's, but I will show yeah. you the disadvantage to this. When I share it, uh, to somebody else, send it to my mom. She's going to really want. Oh, it. and it's it's wrapped. It's a link, yeah, to not New York Post, but Artifact.News. right? Yeah. And that's what it's the same thing. Apple News does this. Google does not. Google News does no, not. I don't, I don't believe so. No, it shares the actual article, and yeah. so I think that's kind of a negative on this. Yeah. To be you honest, drive those users, yeah. right? Yeah. Um, you get some stats after you've read a number of articles, you know, they, they actually, it's kind of gamified a little bit. Like if you go there, you've got 37 reads. I think once you get to like 50 reads, then it gives you kind of like a thumbs up and says, Hey, you've trained our system. We know you better. And we'll right. start, you know, giving you uh, more appropriate or accurate, uh, stories, but you can kind of see, you know, what are the topics that I follow closely? Um, what are the publications that I tend to read most, uh, things like that. So but but it's still like you can also follow friends. I'm going to follow Renee. Oh wait a minute, is no, it following or is it just inviting? Invites. I think it's You're just inviting right. them to use it. So I'm on a two day streak. I have 37 reads. Yeah. Uh, so they've gamified it a little bit. Yeah. It supposedly lightly. gets smarter as you uh, as you read. Yeah. It's one of those things like TikTok. You want to be really careful about what you yeah. open. Right. <laughs> be really sure. Yeah. Because certainly they're you know they're tracking your scrolls and how long you pause on a certain thing and. And click into and uh, I, yeah, I don't know. I've, I've Jason, always felt like Google News has done a really good job of, of giving me. Oh, you put up a, the wrong it. link. Oh, did I? It's this you is another to catalog, identify and assess all of your art and collectibles in one place. Well, don't you have a lot of art? Jeff? Oh, shoot, I did. Oh, yeah. oh I linked to the wrong these. one. Look at all of that. Yeah, you're right. You're <laughs> yeah. right. Um, here, instead, artifact.news. That's like their site. That's, 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 that's the website. I was like, this doesn't look like a feed yeah, at all. Yeah, no, what? sorry. I, uh, <laughs> I did that last minute before coming in here. Um, so artifact.news, if you want to go and check it out. There's no like wait list or anything. You can just there download was, it. And there was. Opened it up. Yeah, now they've yeah. opened it up. But uh, worth checking out. You know, I think for me, the jury's still out as far as... Um, you know, Google News is so ingrained in my in my usage um, that I just use that all the time. So will I start to use Artifact? I, I don't know. At this point, I don't know why I would, but I'm going to I'm going to give it a, the shot. So yeah. I agree. Artifact.news. It's worth certainly worth paying attention to. Yeah. Especially because of its uh, its lineage. Jeff Jarvis, yes. a numero so, of the week. I, I do anything, you know, for, make fun of myself for the purposes of the show. I I, 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 I try to put myself out there. So I've been watching with mixed views, the teenage look filter on, on uh, TikTok. 
Yeah, I did it. It didn't. It didn't make me look younger. Did it make you well, look? Well, that's the same thing here. I, I did. It did yeah, I was so really I bummed. Up, I made a TikTok with it. It's hey, I can only do so much. Apparently, <laughs> well, exactly. <laughs> I've been seeing all these people on TikTok looking young, and then yeah. I thought, well, I try this. So that's mine. Let me see me yours here. here. Do you, uh, this is Jeff looking younger. Supposedly, uh, no. Well, no. Which one's the younger? <laughs> which? Which one's the younger? Yeah. Which one? Okay. Mine was worse I guess than that. Maybe the top one. Mine was worse than that. The top one. I, I was a little so soft, disappointed. Yeah. So disappointed. Yeah. I uh, let me let me see if I can get it to to work here. So in order to do this, you you have to swipe into your TikTok plus pictures, and I'm going to do a uh, filter, and I'm going to do the uh, the younger filter. Where 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 do they stick that one? Is it portrait? I, I came to it by Googling original sunny vitality, warmth, vlog, dim, peach, pink, youth, youth. Look how much Ute. younger I look than I did. It's the youth. It doesn't look any different. Turn it on. No, no. Turn it off. Turn it on. <laughs> turn it off. It doesn't change a thing. And I have it at 100 percent. Hmm. It's just darker. The filters and, can and probably so looks like a dashing, you know, high yeah, school. Yeah, it makes him look player. younger. It makes me look the same age. Uh, That's as Jason, young as it you? gets. Oh, I want to try it here. I, here, here. Okay. You, you be my guest. See if it does um, anything. What is it? It's oh, effects, so, and then yeah, That's off. Okay. Is it even doing anything? I'm oh, not maybe sure I'm not is. doing it right. <laughs> is it under effects? The, I don't even know where to look. Yeah, it's in the it's in the filters. Um, let me see you though. Jeff has also posted his glamour look and that you know, I, that's, that's a controversial one right now is everybody's using the glamour one. Uh, yeah, it's kind of, that one made you look younger. You look beautiful. I just want to kiss your big, rugged, handsome face. Yeah. Yeah. I should go straight down my beard. <laughs> Teenage look. Oh, okay. So you weren't in the right area. Oh. So there we go. Oh, 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 okay. oh. I, I don't know how, yes, I, I do look. Well, let me try. I, do I want to so look young. You oh, now you got it. I do no, look younger. Still, oh, yeah, it's freaky. <laughs> what is the filter <laughs> called? Because I, I, I don't see this. My hair is darker. Uh-huh, a little darker on the top there. Yeah. Uh-huh. Yeah, it's a little strange. <laughs> I look like Grandpa <laughs> Munster. I don't know how that helps. <laughs> yes, it does. Okay. Oh boy! Thank you, thank you. Oh, there's so many it. filters in here. I know. I was looking at the anything. wrong one. I was looking at youth, but you was supposed to be teenage. Look. Well, there's. Mm. I think. I think you were. You, yeah, I think there's a difference between like when you're in the general camera mode. There's like basic filters, and then there's the filter uh, section, which are like all of the like expanded, like uh, trending things and stuff. That's oh, what I that was it. a basic filter. Yeah, it wasn't a good one, right? Well, now I want. I want this all the time. <laughs> oh my gosh. Uh, ladies and gentlemen, uh, it is now time for Aunt Pruitt and his pick of the week. <laughs> oh my gosh, let me put this TikTok stuff down because I don't know what I'm doing with it. Uh, my pick, uh, Amaran, and well, actually, it's Aperture and their other brand, Amaran. They announced some new gear yesterday, in particular, the affordable Amaran uh, COB chip on board S series lights. Uh, I've spoken about them before. Um, but these are their updated versions, and they're still quite 
nicely priced. You can use these for photography. You can use these for video. Uh, some of them are really portable. If you can just attach a DTAP battery to them, uh, they work with a Citus Link mobile app. So you can do some uh, effects and things like that or control the the uh, brightness and so forth. So, yeah, check them out. I, I would like to have this for a trip because then Lisa could hold this. I would use my uh, my uh, Osmo uh, six and, and a selfie stick, and people would think I'm an influencer. Maybe we'd get. They, they, that's exactly what they would they say. Let you Ooh, in. I bet he's yeah. on TikTok, especially if I use the teenage <laughs> filter. Yeah, yeah, he's the, the young him. <laughs> Cob oh, lights. Uh, S lights. S series from APUTU. R-E.com. You have a book too, though, right? Aperture. Yeah. And then my last pick is called How Y'all Doing by Leslie Jordan. <laughs> I listened to the audiobook and I really enjoyed this book. Um, he talks about his struggles. He's a comedian. He died re- recently, uh, had a car accident oh. down in LA. Oh, no. um, but he's a comedian. He's from Nash. I want to say the Nashville area. And he's so Southern. Uh, well, let me play a, a little bit of the sound here. So excited oh, so... to be playing Beverly again. Oh, he sounds like uh, Truman Capote a little bit. Oh, yeah. Right. Yes. Yeah. And and he is, I, I love listening to a part where he, he he's always talking about, it's just awful. It was just awful. <laughs> I'm that, downloading that southern this. Southern accent. I can't wait. Me, this sounds great. <laughs> gets me every time. He's so funny. But again, he talks about his battles with alcoholism. He talks about his battles of being in the South and gay and the stuff that he had to deal with growing up back in the, you know, long but time ago. But he became famous on Insta, right? On Instagram is when he blew yeah. up uh, just a handful of years ago, uh, right right when the pandemic started. And he didn't, he knew nothing about Instagram. He talks about it in the book and just, it's, it's a really good story. And some of his stuff talking about his therapy sessions were great and how people deal with fear and how people deal with um, manufactured fear and stuff like that. It's a really good book. And it's called oh. How Y'all Doing by Leslie Jordan. And, in, and a good book on dealing with acceptance and self-acceptance and being able to walk in a room and just loving you for who you are, regardless of the room that you're in. And it's, it's, it's a good one. I love that. I'm, I'm just putting it on my list. It's so I funny. love his voice too. It's yeah, he was on Will and Grace too ah. years ago. If you've ever saw that show, okay. <laughs> Misadventures and mischief from a life well lived, and yeah, this is one you want to listen to. Yeah, you really yeah. Want listen to hear, his. hear his voice. Yeah, extra personality nice. comes through that way. Thank you, Ant. Good recommendations. And thank you all for joining us. Thank you for filling in for Stacey. Yeah, well, my pleasure. Yeah. Fun. She feels fun and better. producing at the same time. He's an amazing fella. Added a lot to the show, <laughs> I thought too. So uh, yes, I really appreciate you coming. Always in doing the show. Yeah, uh, you bet. I told him you don't have to work today. He said I'm working. <laughs> I, I, yeah, what I said was like we're doing a show. It's kind of not work. I, like I, I'm here we're, we're doing a show. Like yeah. oh yeah, you're right. It isn't we're, work. We're talking. We shouldn't call this work. It's too yeah, much fun. Yes, yeah, exactly. You'll catch Jason on All About Android every Tuesday night and tomorrow on Tech News Weekly. Maybe right. get Mike McHugh on. That'd be interesting. Yeah, look into it once we're done. Mastodon. Nice guy. Very Pivot. nice guy. Yeah. Yeah. Do you in happen fact, to have his contact? I have his Mastodon. I do. He just I do. Oh, okay. I'll ping him. He tooted us. I'll, I'll ping him. 
I, I hung out with him not too long ago here in the bay on his boat. Yeah, guy. he knows who we are. Yeah, yeah. Cool. Yeah. On his boat? On his sailboat. Wow. Oh, that that guy. Okay. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah, I remember hearing the story of the sailboat. Um, yes, I will reach out to him and uh, see you about tomorrow for TNW. Very nice. Yeah, thank we you. We will see fun. you then. Uh, thank you to uh, Mr. Jeff Jarvis. Should I read it all? I'll do it. What the no, hell? He's the Leonard Town Professor for Journalistic Innovation. We got the singers. They're standing by. We Yeah, they're there. I, I they're, kept they've them been staring the at show. us for three hours. <laughs> at the Craig Newmark. Craig, Craig Newmark. That's it. Talking about not having a job. Graduate School of Journalism <laughs> at the City University of New, of York, New York City. Thank you, Jeff. We appreciate you. you being here. And, of course, Aunt Pruitt. Catch him on hands-on photography. And uh, wherever uh, wherever he is, Joy follows. He comes in on Sundays. We're going to see a little bit more. And on Sunday, as we uh, as uh, it's going to be fun to watch uh, Micah <laughs> try to help you understand how uh, how uh, the Macintosh works. It's all new. It's all different. Then we're going to have to get you deprogrammed. Jeez, a little Mac handle. Yeah. I'm I'm enjoying the system. Other than now, I have to buy another daggum monitor because my other monitor died. That's the rabbit hole that I was afraid of. I buy this new computer and I'm going to end up having to keep spending more and more money. And sure enough, that's exactly what's happening now. Yeah. But, but at the end of the day, you're going to have a, another new monitor. That's pretty (laughs) (laughs) That's the twit way. (laughs) A little uh, programming note. I will be back Friday, 9 a.m. Pacific noon Eastern. Uh, for a special triangulation. And when we can get somebody really interesting, I like to bring triangulation back. The club will be invited to join us for questioning. And, of course, we'll put it out as a triangulation and a Twit event feed. George Church, who is widely regarded as the founding father of genomics. Mm. This guy has a lot to say. He's at Harvard. Robert Winthrop, professor of genetics at Harvard Medical School, professor of health sciences and technology at Harvard University and MIT founding member of the Weiss Institute for Biologically Inspired Engineering at Harvard. How about that? Uh, he is He's a serial startup guy, serial entrepreneur, but I'm very interested in what he thinks about the future of biotech and particularly of genomics. The father of genomics joins us cool. Friday for a special triangulation. 9 a.m. Pacific. Get up early. I will. And uh, we look forward to... Uh, to uh, talking to him. He's also a member of the Bulletin of Atomic Scientists, the one that sets the the clock, the <gasps> hands on the clock. <laughs> and it's, by the way, the clock is closer to midnight than it's than ever it's been. Ever been. Yeah. Oh, that's, that's fascinating. So that'll be an interesting conversation. Yes. Uh, we thank you all for joining us. We do Twig on Wednesdays, 2 p.m. Pacific, 5 p.m. Eastern, 23, sorry, 2200 UTC. You can watch us do it live if you want to get the first edition uh, at live.twit.com. TV. If you're watching live, join us in the chat room. The IRC is open to all. You don't even need an IRC client. Just go to irc.twit.tv. We also have, of course, that fun Discord now with AI. And, and uh, if you're in the club, everybody's putting up their AI uh, c- c- creations. That's pretty funny. Is that me as Frida Kahlo? Yeah, okay. I, uh, <laughs> yeah. I like it. I like it. Um, if you're in the discord, you can join us there too. We have a conversation going throughout the show after the fact on demand versions of the show available to all ad supported at twit.tv slash twig. There's a YouTube channel also ad supported 
dedicated to This Week in Google. And, of course, you can subscribe in your favorite podcast client and get it automatically the minute we're done. Uh, fun show today, everybody. Thank you for being here. We'll see you next time on This Week in Google. Bye-bye. Bye-bye. Hey, I know you're super busy, so I won't keep you long, but I wanted to tell you about a show here on the Twit Network called Tech News Weekly. You are a busy person, and uh, during your week, you may want to learn about all the tech news that's fit to, well, say, not print, here on Twit. It's Tech News Weekly. Uh, me, Micah Sargent, my co-host, Jason Howell, we talk to and about the people making and breaking the tech news, and we love the opportunity to get to share those stories with you and let the people who wrote them or broke them share them as well. So I hope you check it out every Thursday right here on Twit.